to the Saladcast on Saturday the 18th of June 2016 I'm your host Dan Train joining me today Zachary Burgess in the same room and Robert Kemp yeah it's time for... he still did manage to sit down in time <laughs> I went to nudge the door unnecessarily there's no one else in the house now yes there still oh, is okay. the door is nudged and it is time for... <laughs> it didn't actually close it though so you know no, still sorry. irrelevant so it allows me to wave at people as they leave <laughs> not even going to see you through that crack <laughs> It's enough of a crack. It's like a foot crack. <laughs> it's a whole foot crack. A whole foot crack. <laughs> it's, <a> foot crack. <laughs> it's time for our E3 special. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, yeah, check um, it out. They have so much note. It is time for the note. <laughs> but before we do that... Uh, ironic, given the software you're using is one note. One note. The uh, note. Oh, well, <laughs> I, said, I said I had so much note. Yeah. It's all contained <laughs> in one note. It's all it's one, one really big long one. It's, it's just a really big singular note. <laughs> The one note. Before we C do that. sharp. <laughs> no. That's my note. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why C sharp? Mm, I don't know. It's the first note I could think of. That's oh, no, that is. C sharp isn't a real note, is it? Even. I mean, it can be. Oh, or oh. or do, you, do you call it C sharp or D flat? Oh, well, that's the problem. No, I'm just saying... Oh, it, totally and, it totally exists. B and C are next to each other, aren't they? Right? There is no B, no. There's no there's no C flat or oh, B right. sharp. That's right. You get a B. You get a B flat. That's right. There's a B flat, which most people call. I'm not quite understood what are the rules between like defining something as is the sharp of one note or the flat of the one next to it. I don't think there is a rule. Well, there are I any. Think you can, I think they're interchangeable. Maybe it's helpful if you're going like up a scale or down a scale, like the direction you're actually playing. Yeah, maybe it helps to. Say which one, which like which note in the direction your fingers are already going, or whatever. Uh, maybe, but isn't it confusing having two names for the same thing? Oh, that doesn't stop them. Maybe, maybe it depends. Like if you've got like one of those signatures on the left, where you have to put all the crazy sharps and flat signs on, you know, to indicate the whole stave mm-hmm. on that on that note is flat or sharp. Like maybe it's just like save space that they don't stack them up, or not that you could. I guess otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I saw some pretty cool software for this Microsoft Surface with the pen thing uh, for um, like uh, writing musical notation. Oh, cool! And it had op- you know you, you you drew with the pen and then it converted it instantly into the real nice nice looking notes and stuff. That's pretty cool. So I don't know how long until because the the people behind that software were like, well, we tried to do it with an iPad, but it was so shit that it, it was uh, like a toy and it wasn't really worth it. <laughs> so we're waiting for the pen to come around on the Surface, but now. Apple have the pencil, so maybe they'll maybe they'll move it across. Yeah, maybe yeah. they can. And the and the Pro iPad, which is bigger, I guess. Yeah, uh, but maybe. But even so, it's pretty cool. I guess were they trying to use like those crayon things before, like we that try and simulate your finger yeah, yeah. but aren't really your finger. They're just and... too shitty, aren't they? Yeah. You need a bit more. Um... You need the fidelity. Yeah, fidelity. Yeah, interesting. We better get on with this. There's yeah, a lot, there's a lot of E3. Uh, there's still something I want to talk about first, though. Oh, we've got a house grouse. Well, technically, no. House <laughs> not, grouse. It's not a house grouse. Or a home bone. <laughs> no, or a home bone. Not any of those things. Kitchen bitchin. <laughs> no. There's a, a, like, a very short little bit of game stuff that happened this week. To me, specifically. Okay. Go, go, go. So I played some more Mirror's Edge, and it's fine. The open world stuff is actually okay. Hmm. It's oh. like 
Now that you've investigated Yeah, the now story. that I've actually done the non-story stuff. Well, not all of it, obviously, but I've played some of the non-story stuff. There's two main problems with the non-story stuff, though. They have time trials, which are literal time trials, and they're rated on a three-star scale. Okay. And then they have, like, deliveries, which are essentially time trials, except it's just, like, one point, and you don't get a rating. Okay. But the trouble with the time trials is that, like... They turn off runner vision, so it doesn't make it easy. It doesn't show you where to go, like, directly. It puts, like, these giant arrows in the world where it's like, the point you're trying to get to is over this way. Oh, okay. Well, Except like, sort of on the checkpoints? Or... No, because there aren't checkpoints either, even okay. in the time trials. There's only just, like, the start and the finish. Right. But the thing is, that, like, they have these giant arrows that show you a route to get to where you try to go. Except that route is inevitably incredibly roundabout and pointless. And then, so the actual t- trick of the time trials is like ignore figure, the arrows. Well, it's like figure out the one trick that lets you basically bypass the entire thing and get straight to the end. <laughs> yeah. Like there was one, one, there's one where I did it where it's like, okay, I'll follow the arrow so I can find out where the fuck the end is. That takes forty seconds, and then the actual free star way to do it takes ten seconds because you wow. just go whoop straight there. <laughs> that's a shit. And it's like that's not particularly great design. Well, Surely, I don't know. Or is that? Or is that? Because is that is that sort of puzzling in some it's way? Puzzling, but it's like a single thing where you just have to find this one thing like there was another one where it's just like I kept trying to get there using this route I was like I can't get there quick enough oh wait there's just a grapple point that I keep running past and because I don't run close enough to the grapple point for the icon to appear I didn't realise where it was oh I see (laughs) I was like oh I reckon what I'd want having not played it (laughs) at all is like uh, some kind of like kudos trial rather than yeah exactly you want to be doing cool shit that's a good idea See, it's obvious to me that parkour is about coolness, not yeah. about getting from place to place at maximum well, speed. I mean, they can still make... T- I think they like they maybe should have done checkpointed time trials. I mean, you, users can create checkpointed time trials mm, right. as, as user-created content. But it's like, that's, that's a traditionally like lazy way of... It's just like, oh, just let the users make the good stuff, because <laughs> we can't be bothered. I guess are they, when they're thinking about like doing kudos turns, would they be worried about someone finding an exploit and just like backflipping off a wall twenty times and then doing their? Don't run? think they're that worried yeah. about exploits when the first time, no. literally on launch day, the first time trial. Well, I guess Europe launch day, but the first time trial I looked at the fastest time was one second. <laughs> Great surprise! <laughs> Someone's already hacked it. Yeah, found a wall hack or whatever, and just got like. Yeah. yeah, they should have, yeah, focus on the style, have an awesome replay editor a la, la Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh yeah, but the problem is that you don't see so, your yeah, yeah, that's third true. person. And they don't, they probably didn't even do the animations. Well, they? Yeah. you have a shadow, yeah. and it definitely follows the moves, you can see it sometimes when you're running in the right direction. Yeah. Well, you so could much. replay, like, from first person, that'd still be good to watch, I yeah. guess, wouldn't it? I don't yeah, know. Probably. Maybe not. And then the other trouble with the the, with the non-time trial timed things, like the delivery missions, is I feel like in those they probably should have been a bit more lenient with the time limit. Because, like, there's been several of them where I've finished with literally zero seconds on the clock. Hmm. <laughs> and it's like, that's not... Because those ones well, even have the runner vision on, so they're hmm. showing you the route. And it's like, that's... Sure, those are kind of cool in a way, because it's like, all oh, kind of fine. Yeah, but that's not... It's not fun to run a, like a three minute route and then miss it by two seconds and have to do the whole thing again. <laughs> See, <laughs> the thing about that replay is like since the original replay, uh, um, Mirror's Edge came out, that's actually become a thing because now you can have parkour people with GoPros on their heads and you see those videos. Whereas before, <laughs> the cameras didn't do that. It wouldn't have been possible. Sure, I guess. So, yeah. And then the other thing, 
that I want to talk about really quickly before E3 is on Monday the next patch for Rocket League Rocket League happens. Ah, right, yeah. The season resets. Mm. We're into season three. Lose all your rankings. Start over. Sweet. That's probably good. It's but probably good. Yeah. What's interesting about it is they're they're putting in a new level, except it's not really a new level. It's, it's not actually a new level. It's a they're taking one of the Rocket Labs level and then just giving it actual graphics. Oh, okay, right. And upgrading it to being an actual level. Hmm. But it, but is that making it into the main? Presumably not into the main plane. Well, that's the interesting thing about it that I'm wondering what they're going to do because it wouldn't make sense. Well, the like video of it says out of Rocket Labs in a way that suggests that it's not going to be in Rocket Labs any longer because, I mean, it wouldn't fit with the aesthetic of Rocket Labs if they're making an actual level now. I guess, yeah. So if it does come out of Rocket Labs into the normal playlist, the important question is what they're going to do about ranked because this is their opportunity to either... Get Wasteland out of ranked, or put this one in ranked and say, fuck all the people who don't like Wasteland being non-standard because we're going to have non-standard in ranked. Hmm. <laughs> they have to do one of those two things. Or they have two, or they have two separate players. Well, sure. Like, yeah, you have your they standard ranked. Extend the playlist standard thing even and more. And you're all ranked, yeah. But it's their opportunity to do it. They can't, it, like, they can't choose option three and leave Wasteland in and not put this one in. Because <laughs> that, that's not a choice. That's like the, I that's bet, the, I like. Bet they would. Yeah, but that's, you can't... You have to make a decision how, at this point. How non-standard is the map? It's the one with the ledges along the edge. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not as awkward as some of the other lab levels. Sure. It's, yeah. It's slightly worse than Wasteland in terms of weirdness. Yeah. So I don't know. They better do something. They can't choose the no-choice option. <laughs> no. I, I don't think I want to see that go to rank. No, I don't. I, well, I didn't really want to see Wasteland yeah, get exactly. ranked. So, so you know, they should take Wasteland out. Yeah. This will be their opportunity to do it. We'll see. All right. Update next time. Used to look forward to. Yep. So now E three. E three. E three. Now, for those of you listeners who are unaware, <laughs> yeah, E three is some big trade show, right? <laughs> it's for it's a press only it, trade show. It's for, and it's for a particular industry. The video gaming industry. Yeah, and the this electronics is, industry. The this podcast, <laughs> this podcast about. is about this industry. Yeah, so <laughs> it dovetails quite nicely, really. So, that, <laughs> so uh, convenient. How convenient! It's not about video games. It's about electronic entertainment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever that means specifically. Perhaps and, we and should exposing that electronic entertainment <laughs> yep, to people. Exposition. <laughs> That's not what. Ex- <laughs> what is it? Ex- Exp- exposition. Ex- no. It's not exposition. No, it's not. <laughs> no, we're trying to work out what the fuck Exhibition. Yeah, expo- exhibition. But it's, it's not. It's like it's expo. Expo. What but they just decide to sort it wrong. Expo on. is exhib... Oh, no, is it, though? Is, is it, it, though? No, no we don't, don't even know. know what it stands for. What does expo stand for? Let's find out. Export. It's got to be exhibition, <laughs> isn't it? But just badly. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. <laughs> expo... Expo may refer to exhibition, short for exposition. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Oh, it's expo. No, are they two different definitions there? No, no, that's let's look in wiktionary. Exhibition. Oh, where? No, no, that's right, the wrong okay. one. Let's try the other. We'll one. never know. I don't think it seems like it could be anything. Expo noun: an exposition or an expediter. What's an exposition? <laughs> Exposition 
the action of putting something out to public view, for example, in a display or show. Okay. But that's a little related bit... term exhibition. There yeah, you go. But that's a little <laughs> different from narrative exposition, surely. Yes, it is. That would yeah. be the action of exposing something to something. No. Writing an essay or speech in which any topic is discussed in detail. An opening section in fiction by which background information is conveyed, yes. Yeah, that, so exposition so has multiple meanings, as it turns out. And exposition, one of the meanings of exposition is the is same exhibition. as exhibition. Well, it doesn't say, uh, it doesn't say synonymous, it says related terms. Okay, I think it's about the same. Anyway, yeah, now... So it is expert. So I wasn't wrong. It is expert. They are exposing it. Anyway, maybe we should change our, our podcast mantra to be, um, this is a podcast about <laughs> electronic <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> well, it depends what, like... We don't do detailed film reviews. Was that, was that electronic one? entertainment? I, I don't know. I guess it is now, is now yeah. yeah. But they don't show it at E3. <gasps> maybe they will. Maybe they will. We'd have to start doing mobile games. <laughs> well, though, electronic entertainment suggests, like, like you know, robots or something. Like, robots. Like, not games, but, like, literal physical robots. I guess. <laughs> they're electronic and they're entertaining, I that's guess. That's true. <laughs> what about vaping? You need an electronic device to vape. I don't know if that's entertaining. It's not entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's, it's enjoyable, but it's not... It's not that's not it depends, depends what you're vaping. Like, alcohol isn't entertaining. Yeah, it is. No, no, it's not. It's it we... entertains my taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. I'm not going to entertain that notion. No. Just... <laughs> right, let's move on. Right, uh, press conferences from the major players in this particular industry, starting with... EA. We're starting with, here's the overall theme of E3. Prepare for this to turn up constantly. Year of the Grappling Hook. <laughs> yeah, it is Year of the Grappling Hook. Every game... Pretty much has grappling hooks now. Somebody, I mean, Mirror's Edge. Sort Mirror's of Edge and it. Uncharted were ahead of the curve. Yeah, <laughs> somebody <laughs> played Batman: Arkham Asylum or Metroid or yeah. something. I don't know. And went like it's Ooh, grappling time. hooks. Yeah, yeah. they were onto something with these things. So and suddenly, everyone decided to get on board. I mean, there's, 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 there's a hook shot. I guess Year of the Bow is long over. Well, yeah, yeah. that was a year. Yeah, was that two years ago? I guess it was two right. years ago now. Yeah, year, year of the bow. bow. Last year didn't really have a year. It was another year of Luigi. Because <laughs> we still have bows in Horizon, and I mean, was it year of the bow Stale because bow. even Crisis had a bow, right? Crisis, oh, yeah, had yeah a bow, that's yeah. what made it year of the bow. Okay, yeah. because that was the year that to- the first Tomb Raider game yep. I think was revealed as well, and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Year of the bow. Yeah. So. Quite a lot of the EA Play conference leaked early, which is the first hilarious thing. Well, it was because they they accidentally live streamed their dress rehearsal, where some guy was just reading the script and making sure that the trailers all came in on time and stuff like that. So a lot of the trailers got out there before they were supposed to. But somehow it was like the middle of the conference. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's quite a hilarious cock up, though. <laughs> it's just let's just live stream the rehearsal for some reason. But anyway. Uh, they like was it the Titanfall guy who came up during the show did quip about that at least or someone did like, well, you've, well, you've, you've, you've seen this already but well, no, you know, I don't think play along I don't know if that was even just reserved for EA it's like pretty much all the conferences were like oh you already knew this is coming because apparently everyone already knew yeah, lots so, of stuff that was already happening out. anyway so onto the stage after an awkward demonstration about that basically just made me think of Reggie fils saying, play the game. Okay. They were going on about EA play and yep. like, make sure you play stuff and play is <laughs> important. Yep. Um, out comes Smilebot 2000. RoboSmile. RoboSmile. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's, 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 he's the most charmless man in the industry, I think. He Currently. Just, he looks a little bit like 
Yeah, uh, you know, like, like when you get the sort of like a waxwork or like or those sort of plasticky looking figures that try and replicate the feeling of the fifties. You know, like a dude with a quip he, and like shiny face. He's that guy. He's like he's a, still he's, he lives. Yeah, like a car dealer. <laughs> a car dealer he comes yes. on stage. He's, he's Swiss Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite, <laughs> but without the making love to a beautiful woman. Yeah, exactly. Um, Educated the expensive way. <laughs> Knows his claret from his Beaujolais. <laughs> He'd like to have been Ronnie Cray. <laughs> then nature didn't make him that way. What on earth is that for? Charmless Man by Blur. There is Sorry. Anyway, Karen. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So, Smarmy McSmarmface was uh, doing stuff in LA. Simultaneously, in London, Peter Moore's hanging out. With, Just, a, with a crowd that is much more enthusiastic than the LA crowd, honestly. Yeah. It got pretty funny later on where they occasionally showed shots of the crowd, and there was one distinct time where they showed a shot of the LA crowd, everyone looked bored, and then they cut away quickly to the London crowd where everyone was much more enthusiastic. Well, here's the thing to remember. This isn't technically E3. EA were doing their own event. Yeah. And like, Why are we covering it? <laughs> yeah, Who why, cares? Why are we covering it? This is like the Nintendo Direct of E3. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> it's, just, right. it, it's E3. Um... Uh, yeah, so they continued to do their we're going to tell you what we're going to do before we show it approach. Not quite as badly as they did last time. Not, but still pretty badly. Well, um, so, like, they, yeah. they, 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 EA do their thing where they like to talk about the game for about 15 minutes before they actually just show you the thing you're there to see, which is either the gameplay or the trailer. And it's like, I find, and it's so dull because they do talk about their games for a long time before they show anything. So, uh, with the possible exception of how they opened. I mean, after all the play to live, live to play <laughs> um, garbage that Smarmy McSmarmface went on about, they just opened with Titanfall 2. Like, uh, which, it's a good place to start, because that game looks tight. Yeah, but is that like, too good a place to start? It's like, <laughs> yes. As it turns <laughs> they out, waste it. Yes. It's a, it's a good starter, but I'm not sure they really had much else to... That, that, Lifted the rest of the show. Oh well, let's but talk about Titanfall. Titanfall two looks sweet. Okay. I don't know. It, 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 I mean, visually, it looks like it's like you know hasn't had much of an upgrade. But what, what are they doing to fix the fact that Titanfall looks sweet and they never played it for two weeks? We don't know. Really know. We don't actually know. I mean, they did sound like the, the presentation the guy from Respawn did basically said we're like when he when he said and a deep progression system, mm. you could hear the crowd sort of go yes. <laughs> oh yeah because that was basically what Titanfall was lacking yeah well, um, ad levels and content yeah <laughs> but but the progression was necessary yes and I mean th- there I needs to understand. be a reason to pull you back in the same way that COD makes you level everything it pulls you back how did they I mean I guess they were they didn't have much time or, or whatever but surely if anyone would know that the, how how you know put how important that was it would be the guys who made COD yeah who kind of invented all these systems, Yeah, invented right? all this stuff. Like, you'd think it'd be the first thing they put in. The thing is, is, yeah, if you look at Modern Warfare... Well, the first one, Modern Warfare. 4. Yeah, yeah COD 4. Like, the stuff that they had in that... Yes, they, they, had, a, they had a lot of guns. They had a lot of... And as you let, went through your levelling, you know, you were unlocking stuff for a long time. Mm. Admittedly, they, they didn't have the depth that, like, the modern Call of Duties have now, so you didn't no. really necessarily level up your guns and your equipment in the same way Individually. that you do now. Yeah, or, or, I think you might have unlocked attachments for guns you, that you used a lot, I can't really remember, but, um, you know, there was there was more to it than what Titanfall had, and that Definitely. was a problem. Yep. Um, even though Titan, Titanfall seemed to have the systems in place by which they could achieve that, there just wasn't very much in them. Mm. 
Um, so, uh, again, they haven't really told us what he means by that. So this is all again speculation at this point. But do you think they just the fact that they called out is reassuring, right? The fact yeah. that they just mentioned it is be like, yeah, okay, we're acknowledging that this might have been a problem. Do you think they um, had to put out Titanfall in order to make Titanfall two yeah, as a studio? Yeah, EA probably would. Maybe they knew all of this stuff and they knew it wouldn't be. Like, I bet EA yeah. pressured them to meet a date. Right, there probably. was it like in between a battlefield or something, and they just needed something to come out. Yeah, and it's like this is our this is the spot. You've got to do it. Yeah, um, but it, didn't it launch at a weird time of year, like a March or something? Yeah, like, it's quite early. Yeah, it hit that sort of Easter zone. Mm. Um, which is an odd space, but it's often where, like, it's, it's where Plants vs. Zombie has like, ten, tended to release. Actually, I think, didn't Titanfall in the first Plants vs. Plants vs. Zombie come out in the same month that year? Mm, yeah, maybe. Which, you know, that's obviously their experimentation time. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Although, Garden Warfare 2, you know, came out this year yep. in that zone as well. So... I don't know. It's got it's got some chops. There's a campaign mode that looks like it might be cool. There's like grappling hooks yep. which you can grapple grappling onto hooks. people with, which seems cool. And wow, well, I don't know if it seems that cool. It seems it like it could be real fun. It, it could be like, like roadhogging in Overwatch. Is that good? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Depends on the hitbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. Because the pilots are so small, I mean, if you get that, that must be quite hard. I mean, you already have rodeoing of titans. Now you can, yeah, yeah. Like... Well, yeah, that's one thing I don't want about the grappling hook, though. It's like you can just grapple onto a titan to rodeo. It's like I don't need easier ways for people to find it on my titan. <laughs> it looked like maybe like a sidearm. That titans have a sidearm as well now, as well as their main gun. Sure, um, but that doesn't. Help when someone's climbing on you. Unless like it does. I've... Unless you equip fucking electro smoke. Yeah. Like every time, Which always electro smoke. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, but it was only the best because it solved the rodeo problem. Yeah. And it was the only way to solve the rodeo problem. Well, apart from jump, you know, always jump, like, if you don't have it, just jump out immediately and shoot the guy. Well, yes. Yeah. I think there's some new, like, multi-step process to the rodeoing. To well, I harder. hear that what you do is, like, when you jump on and start the rodeo, the first part, when you like you open the hatch or whatever and it just like kicks you off it like ejects the whatever is attached to the hatch and kicks you off oh she's got to radio it several times but you can take that battery and use it to like power up a friendly titan oh that's kind of cool so instead of destroying a titan you can just rip that thing off and jump away or you can re-grapple and come back to finish it that's a neat idea. I like that. Sounds sensible. Multi-stage, yeah. make it harder. Well, because yeah, one of the things well, they think mentioned... It makes it that much harder, though. I suppose. Well, one of the things they mentioned before all of this was that they wanted to make the Titans feel more powerful. Like, in the... Because uh, I guess the, the original Titanfall had that weird... They're, they're constantly in Titanfall. Like, yeah, but they had, the gameplay had that weird flow where, it, to a point, people sort of just wanted to play pilot mode, right? They were clamoring for that pilot-only mode because the balance between Titans and pilots didn't feel right. Or who knows? Maybe people just want to play COD. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and like oh, I bought this Titanfall thing. Can't I play COD? Like I don't know. Um, something obviously the balance didn't feel necessarily excited people right. I don't think, and that's why they were asking for modes like that. And why I think my limited experience with it, it would have made more sense to me if there was like if Titans were rarer and more powerful rather than constant. Maybe well, I don't think they needed to be more powerful. They just sort of needed to have more health. <laughs> more, well, they weren't very survivable. Like more yeah. ways to deal with. 
certain things. There were yeah. certain things that were not as easy to deal with Rob, when you were in a tight end. Dealing with rodeoing when you didn't have the electric smoke wasn't much fun. Well, there's no. nothing you could do, really, no. apart from have someone you, else punch them. That, yeah, that or, like, or, you could never coordinate that. Yeah, or you jump out and then try and satchel charge them. But when you got to the higher levels, people would like satchel charge the Titan first, then yeah. rodeo it, then wait for you to get out to deal with it and just blow you up immediately. Yep. It became kind of difficult to, for you to predict and deal with. Yeah. Well, it's not difficult to predict. It was exactly the same thing every time. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was the problem. There was one way to deal with radio, and that was electro-smoke. Yeah. <laughs> which, which which is why I'm I'm kind of happy that they might be changing that. Mix that up. It was, well, it was, it was simultaneously... Presumably, if they do have more equipment, that will help solve the problem, because there'll be more options. Yeah. But maybe there'll still be... Maybe it'll still be, like... At a certain point, it'll just be like radio. One thing will be a problem, so you'll always have to equip one of the counters. It was simultaneously one of the coolest concepts and most irritating (coughs) things about playing that game. So it's, well, it's like it was a like you would have thought in reality there'd be several ways to solve that problem. Like you're in a giant fucking robot, just like lean up against the building and grab him. (laughs) That's actually a really easy thing to do. I guess you don't necessarily know where he is because you can't see him. He's he's where the giant hatch is. (laughs) Wherever that is on your Titan. Yeah. And as we said at the time, probably, it's like, just reach over there and grab him. (laughs) You've got arms. You're you're a fucking robot. Or maybe you have like a single use, like... Like you say, explosive charge there or something that can just, that can just well, yeah, push them off. That's, in reality, that's like... Which is basically what they've done with the new one, I guess. The new system does that yeah. itself. I mean, like, in reality, the actual solution to that is design a better time that doesn't have a really easily accessible hatch that anyone can just jump on and pull off at any time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but they all need access hatch. Just put, it's like, game. lock them up when you're in combat, for God's sake. <laughs> it's just a game, though, man. That's <laughs> yeah, that was true. stupid stuff. I mean, they could have just had it so that the way to kill Titans with radio was the, like like the satchel charge. Like, you don't have to open anything, you just plant it on it and then jump away. Mm. <laughs> and then there's like a timer or something. And then what do you do if you're in the Titan? Then you don't you, know. You have the equivalent of the, like, the electro smoke disables the bomb, or you can have someone else grab it and throw it away. Right. It's the equivalent of the pilot, it just makes more sense from a world perspective. <laughs> we didn't see too much sword action. There's that one clip in the campaign trailer. Sure, but, you know, what are you going to show? It's a sword. I wonder how the Titans interact with each other. Do they get into a sword fight? It looks like like canned animation all around. Well, the finishing animation, of course. You know, that's canned, obviously. Of course. I'm sure in actual combat it will just be wild, (coughs) retarded swinging. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. What do you think about the look of the campaign? It's like... It's it's equally sort of like... like cool and potentially generic. Well, yeah. I think exactly. their, their lore was disappointingly generic in the first one. Or yeah. Whatever, so I'm not too excited about the expansion of that. Was it? But um, like, it's a man and his Titan story. <laughs> a man and his giant robot dog. Yeah. It, like the Titan seems to be the main character. Like <laughs> well, your maybe. guy doesn't speak. Well, <laughs> maybe. Right, though. Yeah. Yeah. Will we see returning characters? Will we see 
Well, theoretically, this probably has to be a prequel, right? Or, like, take place at the same time as Time for One, because they basically ended the fight at the end of Time for One. Well, they didn't end the fight, they segregated the fight. Yeah, they, like, fucked up the universe. It was basically like the Mass Effect fucking up the Stargate thing, where they sort screwed of. everything up so much, it's like, well, it's going to take a really fucking long time before we can get back to fighting, I guess. They screwed up the fuel supply to get back, yeah. or something, so you could get to the outer rim, but you couldn't return. Or like the equivalent of the Elder Rim, yeah, whatever they called whatever. it. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I hope that gives that game some, like, at least introduction legs, because yeah, the, their idea of the radio play campaign from the first one just kind of didn't work. It was an interesting idea. It just didn't. I mean, and the fact that it could, you know, the result of the multiplayer game would change the course of what they were saying. But that was all that it changed the course of. It would be perhaps nicer if it changed the course of how the mission played or something like that. It's like, oh, they've done this. Oh, now this is happening. Oh, that didn't happen the last time you did it. I don't know. There was a lot more they could have done with their their multiplayer campaign idea, I guess. They just, mm. they just didn't. Presumably because they were working on their single player. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, not their single player. They're you know making the actual multiplayer okay. Good, yeah. Seeing that stuff did make me want to go play Titanfall, though, which I which I haven't. But which you will it, for about three days. Yeah, and then for, you're like, oh, well, I might play it once. Is probably yeah, what will happen. It's like it's still installed on my PC, so I might fire it up and be like, "Yeah, this is cool." I'm gonna go play some Overwatch. Well, we like, yeah, this is cool. But everyone here is incredibly high level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just destroys me instantly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all. Actually, I haven't installed Origin on my PC since I upgraded to Windows 10. <laughs> and uh, the Probably no need. <laughs> Might want to play Mass Effect 3 again. Or they? Wing Commander. <laughs> that free copy of Wing Commander. Anyway, moving free on. Free copy of um, Theme Hospital. Oh, uh, ults with mechs. Like, the mechs might have ultimate abilities as well, it looked like. Because no. one of them just sort of opened his chest. It could be like a dying ability. Yeah, it could just be like another version of the overload. Just the nuke, yeah. Uh... Anything to say about Madden 17, other than the fact that they hung on all that bloody eSports crap for a long time? I mean, the actual Madden trailer looked all right, right? It looked like a Madden game. It, it visually looked good. The physics in that Madden game looked, looked sweet. But Well, you know, it's still the gradual progress that they always have. Yeah, done. exactly. I mean, no, I have no problems there. But then they went on to do, like, a 10-minute video about eSports or whatever, and, like, oh, and here are the eight people that are in the finals. Or well, it's because they're and... trying to promote their, like, eSports back-end, basically, well, except they're they, trying to, like... Except make... they sort of didn't at that point, did they? They left all well, the no, eSports they fucked stuff up, later. Basically, yeah. but <laughs> it's what they were trying to show. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they did sort of get to that actually, in, like sort of in that part, but it was a bit yeah. clunky. Um, they started talking about the fact that the EA are going to be running their own esports leagues in three tiers or something like the regulars, the premiers, and the what do they call it? The EA events or something? The EA specials? Yeah, or something? Uh, yeah, that spent way too long on that. Way too long. Um, to the point where my note here just says, "This keeps going." <laughs> Uh, and we got to some fun stuff. Mass Effect Andromeda. We still haven't actually seen any game. Don't know what it is. Well, you see the Mako driving around, so that's probably yeah. part of the game. I mean, the visuals that they did show with you know, frostbite powered, they made a big deal of that. Um, Everything's frostbite powered. Yeah, FIFA is frostbite powered, isn't it? Because why not? Frostbite's an awesome engine. Everything looks great. 
True. Um, True and that. you know what? From what we could see visually of Mass Infect, Mass Infect, uh, <laughs> Mass Infect, that would be a different game. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it looked. It looked. I mean, it looks good. Tech, the tech looks good, apart from Blue Lady Face. Well, apart from all they showed was the same fucking old aliens again. God damn it! Move to an entire new galaxy, same races, because we can't show any of the new ones. be the ones that came with you. Well, sure. I mean, if there's only, like, one of each, but then it's going to be, if they do come with you, that'll be, like, your crew members, and then they'll be part of your team, and they'll be like, I don't want these old guys. They won't show that stuff till later in the game, because I bet actually a big portion of the game will be the discovery element. Like, I I kind of hope, I kind of wish they don't show us. You want it to be, like, Star Trek or something. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess it could be. At some point, it would just be like going places and shooting things. Oh god, the Ragnar are here. Probably, <laughs> yeah, that'll probably happen. There'll probably be some kind of like or the Geth or something where we the like they are... can travel through deep space. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> but the yeah. the entire Ragnar storyline will only be there if you save the Ragnar Queen in the first game. No, because <laughs> we will discover where they actually came. Oh uh, right, yeah. okay. it's yeah. like that. Yeah. They had another mass gate that went to the other galaxy just behind the original mass. Just because there was one queen. Yeah. It's like ants. There's not just one queen. Fine. Many ant colonies. And you know, at the end of all of this, at some point, it's going to be Reapers again. Because <laughs> that's the whole point of this. It's like we're trying to escape our galaxy because we're like, oh no, the Reapers coming to our galaxy. What if we go to this other galaxy? Oh no, probably the Reapers going to go, go there as well. But didn't we end all the Reapers, theoretically? Yeah, but not in this game's timeline because this takes place before the end of Mass Effect 3, technically. Oh, does it? Well, because, you know... Or at least I... Well, I guess they have specifically said that, but you assume no. so, because civilization isn't completely fucked. <laughs> well, it could be, like, a hundred years later or something. Because I'm pretty sure they showed in that, in, a, like, a brief cut, they like they showed some kind of... Well, I'm pretty sure they showed the Citadel at some point. Yeah, it looked like the Citadel. Really? Yeah. And I think... Or, or at least something like it. And I think they maybe showed, like, some other kind of Mass Effect gate, like... Presumably that launches you to an, to Andromeda, I would guess. Because mm. how how else are you going to get there? <laughs> well, because that was the Citadel was the biggest mass gate, right? Sure, it but it goes to that... like deep space or whatever. Yeah. So I assume they like built a special one way gate or something to fire you to Andromeda in order to create. Well, colonies. Or maybe they found where it was ending up and managed to reverse it or something. Yeah, it? maybe. Yeah, but at a certain point, it's all about reefers. Because presumably. <laughs> Presumably, if you find intelligent life in Andromeda, it's like, well, this is just the same situation, isn't it? They're being harvested by the Reavers. They see the life in all the oh, other I really, I really hope they don't. <laughs> I'd like to be honest. They need a new bad guy. Like, I think they played out the Reapers as much as they probably could. Like, because they're kind of one-track minded, aren't they, the Reapers? Well, like, yes. Build up a civilization, melt it down into Terminators. But that's why, <laughs> they, that's why they back themselves into a hole. That's why they can't use it again. Oh man, I forgot about the Terminator at the end of Mass Effect 2. <laughs> that was such a good sequence as well, all the way up to that point. Yeah. The Terminator was weird. Uh, yeah, so didn't really see anything that especially useful. Still no release date, officially. Um, yeah, nothing to go on. Uh, then some charity or some shit. Well, you've got the important, like, mid-bit, like, in this weird video reel that they quickly got into, where it's... <laughs> oh, no, I think it was actually some guy talking on stage, one of them, where they basically said, hey, we patch things all the time, that's good. 
It's like he didn't say that. He basically said we're doing constant updates for all that, and it's like you mean patches? <laughs> you mean all your games are fucked on release, and then you spend a long time patching them afterwards? Wait, wait for what? Was it just, in just that, in general? Just in that Bioware bit? No, it was after that. Oh. It was like right at the end before the charity thing. He was like, "Oh, we we update our games constantly," and it's like, oh, "Yeah, right. to fix them." <laughs> but in this case, he was trying to say we update them all the time to add stuff to them, <laughs> yes. like these weird achievements that. Or something to do with playing to give to charity or yeah. something it, it, but not because we're just going to give money to charity I, I didn't understand what the hell he was talking about no. for this segment he's like yeah we're supporting these five charities and so we're adding achievements to our games to represent them that achieve nothing <laughs> actually nothing other than we get more points maybe yeah they just want they're just like trying to get people to play stuff Whilst also pretending like they were doing a good thing. <laughs> then there wasn't any like like game to it at all. It was just like, well, you know, we're just going to give give a million pounds to charity, which is awesome. A million pounds is no small number. Well, split between five charities, though. Still, no small number. But yeah, not yeah, not quite sure what they were trying to say. Um, uh, one guy clapped is my note here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just one guy. one guy knew what the fuck that was that out. yeah he, he was the one that probably came up with the plan uh, FIFA 17 how do you feel about Alex Hunter I feel my note says hey I'm a guy with monologue dreams <laughs> <laughs> so FIFA 17 is getting a story mode yes. which I think is fine sports game with story modes that's kind of okay like race driver Tucker race driver yeah <laughs> Well, Fight Night. Fight Night was the good one, right? <laughs> Arguably good. That's a story mode. <laughs> Rocky. Yeah, that had Rocky in it. Yeah. Well, not actually Rocky, but Rocky-esque. And Burger King ads. That had those two. I think it's a reasonable idea. Yeah. Is it a fine. British bloke then? Is that the idea? Yes. Uh, a well, British bloke I mean, who ends up playing for Man United. As you assume out. that that's going to be like a creator character. It's not just going to be him. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is no, it just no, this no, London? I reckon it'll be him. I reckon you're playing that guy. Yeah, it's this. I think. I think so too. It's just this know. one character. That does. That's not what they've done before. No, it's not how NBA worked. No, it is how Fight Night worked. <laughs> that's going back a bit though. It sounded like they cast him or whatever. Is a is this? Yeah, a London teenager guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I still think that could well be a creative character. Uh, I, I, I think it's a can story where everything is. Well, like, the story's going to be the same, but yeah, the character yeah, might, which will be weird because it'll be like uh, this voice doesn't match the. It'll be like NBA where it's like the voice doesn't really match the design I made with this. <laughs> I think they might have problems if it wasn't set. Um, but we'll see who's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going for fixed. So I'm like, uh, oh yeah, I think this could be could be okay. They're calling it the journey. Yeah, I which is a reasonable idea. FIFA, the journey. It's like, it'll be like a typical, like, as typical as these stories get, right? He's picked out from nowhere. Yep. He suddenly becomes a superstar. Mm. Something goes horribly wrong. His family get into debt. <laughs> he falls out with his brother. Yeah. Kills his brother. Someone dies, <laughs> Someone dies <laughs> of cancer for some reason. Yeah. No, they won't do that. A FIFA game. And they already showed, like, footage of it that it's like, oh, it turns out he's terrible when he joins the Premier League. That kind of stuff. Well, it's not terrible. He's just, not just, just can't finish. But what I don't understand is, if you're playing this character, in FIFA you don't play as a character. You play as a team. Well, you can. Can you? you is that what you, there, gonna... there is a Libero Grande style mode. Yeah. Is that how it's going to work? I don't know. No one really knows how the gameplay of that is going to sit. 
like it's it, it is weird. I mean, and that's why it always yeah. works better in basketball because there's only like five people on the team, so you can be one of them and still be reasonably involved rather yeah. than eleven people where you're like standing around for most of the time. But then, like, what you want from a story like that is you want the ability to for it to branch a little bit. So if you screw up, for instance, like a match or screw up a fight, you want it to be able to play out slightly differently. Like a little, not all the time, but you know that was one of the problems with the fight night story, and that you, no matter what the situation was, you always you had, had to win. win. Yeah. Well, um, that is kind of true in boxing versus other sports. So you basically boxing have to is, always win. Yeah, to, to a certain degree. Yeah, unless it was one of those events where it's like, oh, this is a must lose situation. The game goes into a, 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 a sort of forced lose scenario that you can't, that you're not really playing. Mm. Um, just to tell the story and stuff like that. It, it's a tricky thing to pull off, you know, because of all the variables that could happen in a sports game. Mm. But it does mean you can set up scenarios, maybe. Maybe you join a match, like, Well, yeah, maybe, maybe you won't in. actually play matches at all. Maybe it will just be, like, essentially, like, the training mode except jazzed up into a, like, gameplay scenario. Yeah, yeah possibly. Possibly. Uh, I mean, that's not terrible either. Yeah, because that training mode was actually useful Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, those, those have been good in the past. Um... Yeah, so there's that. I, I, that, you know, I don't think Frostbite really made it look a great deal better than what we'd seen before. No. There might have been more crowd, but you know, when they cut to the crowd, it was clear they were doing like animation tessellation and sure. stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, the five managers are in Star there. Wars. But yeah, five minutes to Star Wars, <laughs> which it's like didn't this, seem this, like five minutes. No, it really sure. wasn't. Their, their timing was bad. My note just says this was a lie. Um, <laughs> Uh, they, tri- they like they, they devoided it thus far. They're like it wasn't like the last year's conference yeah, where it was like constantly, yeah, constantly twenty minutes to Battlefront or whatever. No matter what time it was, yeah, it's like Battlefront's coming. Hey guys, remember Battlefront's coming. That was ridiculous. But it's weird that they suddenly started doing it in this one. Yeah, it was it's like, like gone... Star Wars, and then later on there's just one other case. And, and it it's wasn't like, even re- why? It, it wasn't even remotely true. It was at least another twenty minutes until any Star Wars showed up. Yep. Um, uh, because they. Uh, yeah, at this point, they then had to go on and do the, uh, hi guys, we've got managers in the game. Peter Moore is a real big fan of these managers. Well, Peter Moore is a real big fan of Liverpool, apparently. Yeah, as, as it turns out, <laughs> no one else in the arena was. No. Um, uh, and then, of course, surprise Mourinho on stage cameo. He's not Pele, at least. He's not Pele. And he was, Although- he was probably as, engaging as Pele and, well, and by, I mean, by I mean not at all well he was exactly how he always is which is like real bland and like neutral and a little bit aggravated yeah. at everything around him a little vaguely angry <laughs> yeah so you know he, he at least did it's like he didn't have to put on a show because his natural state is not putting on a show. <laughs> his natural state is... <laughs> That's just what he's like always. He is He is Mr. Null. Mr. Null. Mr. Null. He has no emotion. He No, he is manager bot 2000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Robo-Mage. that was, that was right. It was a little bit forced, but, you know, at least Mourinho had some quips that were okay, I guess. If you could hear them. Yeah, if you could hear them. Yes. And then five minutes to Battlefield 1. What happened to Star Wars? Yeah, we haven't had Star Wars yet, and they're putting the indicator on screen saying, five minutes to Battlefield. And it's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> my note says, obviously, this was immediately a lie. <laughs> And then Star Wars, which I've helpfully missed the R, R out of. So oh, no, actually, Star Wars. Uh, 
Star Wars. So Star Wars didn't come yet. You've missed. You've missed EA Originals. Oh no! Wait, hang on. I re- read my note wrong. Yeah, that so, that was part of what happened to Star Wars. Yeah, so EA Originals with no R, had, to fill, had to fill out some of the the not five minute five minutes. Yeah, so the um, EA Originals, which is really just EA Partners again. Sort of, yeah. It's, it like so. It's basically the extension of the program they they started doing for Unravel. I guess they're sort of like we we really want to help some small indie teams find their feet in the industry, yada, yada, yada. And to their credit, they're apparently running this as a non-profit program. So the devs of these games will make their profit back, depending on how much effort EA puts into getting them out there, I guess. Mm. Um, uh, so, you know, this is interesting. And it also begs the question, like, okay, once they've done this once, does that mean like after that EA requires that they are operating under normal EA rules and they want a cut? That kind of thing? Does it only operate for the first game they make? Or or is it a way of EA finding more developers to buy in? <laughs> Possibly. Um We haven't seen what happens to the Yarny guys yet. No, we haven't we haven't heard any like how did Yarny do, really. I mean the game was kind of like received as a mediocre product, I guess. Yeah. Um so but you know, no one wants to see them fail. Uh so then they showed their first thing that was coming to EA Originals um, called Feth. Or, you know, it just put F-E on screen, and I'm like, okay, how, how do we pronounce this? And I, am I going, oh, I go, yeah, yeah. Iron. <laughs> Is it pronounced Iron? No. 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 It's Fee. Like, F-E-E, but with one E, weirdly absent. So what the hell is Fee slash Iron slash? All right. It's mm-hmm. Laser Owl Songs. <laughs> what I wrote. La- laser Owl Songs. Laser yes. Owl Songs. <laughs> Laser owl songs. Yep. We should play a little weird munchkin fox type thing that may be a little, a little bit less cuter than Ori. Yep. Um, it's very similar in design. Is, yeah, it's basically like I think it's a weird mashup of sort of Gone Home and Ori in the Blind Forest and Zelda, maybe in terms of how you move around the environment to some degree. It seems to be just sort of a, a, a an experimental explorer explorative experience. Like the game, they made a big deal of saying we never handhold you at any point through this. Anything in the game, you have to discover for yourself. There's no English. There's no tutorials. You've got to figure it out. Um, and then there are some bad guys who are like very typical bad guys that are like, "Hey, we're the human-like things that are decimating the forest." Yeah. And then stop them. Apparently, when you talk to other animals, you fire lasers at you each fire other. Fire lasers, at the <laughs> yeah. And then that somehow lets you communicate, and then you. And and in, they help you in song or something, yeah. So I don't know, could be okay, but and some of the animation didn't look too hot, and some of the movement mechanics actually looked a bit funny. Mm. But you know, they've still got time to make this thing. So B EA showing something potentially interesting and new. Well, showing their one indie game yeah. that apparently they're just going to do every year from now. <laughs> You know, that's fine. At least, at least, you know, gives you something to be all like, ooh, I did not know this was coming in, in the show. Unlike everything else, didn't it? Unlike everything else. Uh, and then. But like, I did make another note here basically saying, oh, oh, other than showing a picture of. Uh, well, no, I got a couple of notes here. There was a bit where they mentioned of oh, the game, you will have to use your stealth and cunning to get through certain circumstances, and the picture on screen behind him was throwing a rock in someone's face. Uh, you know, stealth and cunning. Um, 
Uh, and then this last little bit was that, you know, they're still doing the annoying EA thing here and that they talked about this game for a really long time, showing still images before they showed us anything interesting. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars happens. Yeah, abruptly. Because, again, EA failed to make any kind of useful transition between their charming indie thing and <laughs> loud noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also not five minutes. <laughs> Very not five minutes. Yeah, it's about twenty minutes at this point. So let's. I don't think they handled this very well. This section, let's like because some of their Star Wars stuff is some of the most interesting. And yeah, the video they put together was high production value. But what do we really learn from this? Well, it's because- Basically, every time EA do these sort of production videos, it means we can't tell you anything but we want to make it look like we're busy yeah exactly like the only real major takeaway from it was it sounds like they actually care about what they're doing which you <laughs> know what they always try and do, which is right? what they always try and say yeah sure but you know the fact that they've got the, at that act, dan you'll know this that that guy from star wars that was mentioned you know the guy who's actually in charge of the new films Oh, I'm um, making sure the universe is all tied together. I actually like, don't know who it is from Disney okay. that's in charge of shit. But anyway, they, they, he's involved, so they're like cool. They're, they're making sure Star Wars feels Star Wars. Well, that's not necessarily even their choice. That's probably like a Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it might Do you not mean be. Uh, Doug Chan? Yes. Ah, okay. Because he he's, he did a bunch of the concept art for like the prequels. You know, all the ship designs. Oh, stuff. cool. Yeah. So he's a. Because that was a good part of the prequels, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with the visual style of those films. It, well, I wouldn't say responsible for the full visual style, but he did do. No, but I mean in general, he yeah. was the kind of Ralph Macquarie equivalent for the hmm. prequels, and I think he did a decent job. I, I, I never really had a problem with how things looked in the prequels. Anyway, the the look of them wasn't my issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things like the Naboo fighters look pretty cool. Yeah, droidicas and all of that shit. There yeah. were gunships. They look pretty cool. So, you know, they they did that, which I guess is reassuring for Star Wars fans. Um, so what did what else did we learn? What useful stuff did we learn? That there's going to be a whole new Battlefront game next year? Maybe. It was uh, kind of... They didn't really... They weren't very specific about that. It could have been stuff added to yeah. Battlefront. It could have been DLC or it could have been a new game. Don't really know. They didn't particularly say. It kind of looked like a whole bunch of developers doing... Maps and stuff, and yeah. add-ons for Battlefront. Maybe it'll become more of a platform Battlefront because it's a bit potentially. It's a bit weak on content. And apparently, um, the the uh, rumor is I don't know if it's a rumor or it's confirmed, but um, the reason it doesn't have single player is not because they didn't want to do it. It's because they needed to make the date before Force Awakens came out. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, that makes perfect sense. But then that shouldn't have been a sixty dollar product. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there you go. Um, I think everyone's in agreement that that thing shouldn't have been the price it was. Yeah. For what was in it, there just wasn't enough in it. But I'm sure they made plenty of money. So. Uh, yeah, because Star Wars, because Star Wars, yeah. um, they're not going to stop doing that. Um, so they made a big deal that of of them working with Motive on this thing. Whoever this developer is, you know, so Dyson Motive are working on it primarily. But there was also a sneaky reference to Criterion working on this thing. Yeah, there was further cementing the rumor that Criterion have been reduced to just being a. A, you know, a helper studio like, not like, they like most were. of the studios are for Ubisoft. Well, I think it gets. Well, most of Criterion have left, right? Yeah, like the original were, Criterion. Yeah. I think it gets mentioned late later on in the other press conference mm-hmm. that, like, I, I think Criterion is helping make the VR mission. Right. Okay. We'll, we'll come. We'll come back to that then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, that was really the only sort of takeaway from it. You know, they didn't really tell us about, you know, Amy Hennig was there saying some stuff. But, <laughs> but not really saying anything. It's not really saying anything, no. Saying like, oh, when you get that brief two-second shot of what the new Star Wars adventure game might look like, and, I mean, it looks Tatooine as hell. Yeah. So, you know, Sam. nothing wrong with that, but come on, guys, spread your wings a little. <laughs> Well, you know, st- they want to make a Star Wars game in the new universe, and they're like, well, what planet? Oh, that sand planet. <laughs> Whatever that was called. J- Jakku. Jakku, yeah. Uh, and then it's Battlefield time. <laughs> Does anyone has any more Star Wars no. stuff to talk about? Starts with a singular woo, as you woo. do. You've got to have one person in the country <laughs> who just goes woo. And Yeah, and uh, Jim Sterling has already like come apart and ripped this section apart a little bit, because... Uh, like they, uh, by their own admission, like was it Smarmy McSmarm face on stage right now, or, or someone? I can't yeah, remember. Like um, they're basically saying it took quite a while for them to realise that making Battlefield One might be a good idea. Like it, the, the original pitch fell on flat ears, yeah. and that they had to come back with really. Well, you know, basically I, what they. We, but then I'm not quite sure I understand why, because basically what they've done is they've made a Battlefield game. <laughs> Well, it's like what we discussed uh, um, several times about the theoretical way before we even knew this was going to be a thing, where we talked about the theoretical nature of a World War One battlefield and why that shouldn't work unless you do something to make it work in a very specific mm. way. And it's like what they've really done is just made a <laughs> made another made another skin for battlefield, like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, they've made well, they've made. 1942 style battlefield with World War One stuff. Sure, it seems. Mm. Um, even down to like, oh, you're you're huddling around the the old style looking flagpoles, and the way those battles seem to play out seems to feel like 1942, like from what they've shown. I like 1942. Yeah, I'm I'm not against it. I'd rather Don't have get me wrong. Do one, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not against it. But you know, there are some stuff that I, my knowledge of the history falls down a little bit. Like, does it look like gun, they were using some guns at points where it's just like. Was that involved in this fight? Or a lot of them, it's like, it's like the machine guns were involved, but there was no way you could fire one from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would have to mount it, or whatever. Yeah, stuff like that, where I'm just sort of like, this looks a little odd, or... There's some odd stuff in yeah. there, for sure. Tanks, also, big tank battles and stuff didn't really happen like well, that. Well, it's like, in reality, it'd be like, you get the tank, and then 15 minutes later, you'd stop because it break down, and yeah. you'd have to spend, like, quarter of an hour fixing it again. Yeah. yeah. And there wouldn't have been many of them, presumably. No, there weren't that. No. Well, there were quite a lot on the Western Front, I think, because okay. they did mass-produce them mm. towards... But that's only... Compared to men, it's only... there's only, I mean, there were a lot, but, like, in, in the grand scheme of things, there weren't mm. a lot. Yeah. I, I think I would have preferred it a little bit if, like they had gone slightly more realistically skewed on that front, where it's like tone... Because I always really liked the infantry stuff in all of the Battlefield games. Like, I almost prefer it to when it goes big scale and relies on all the vehicles all the time. Mm. It would have been interesting to have treated the vehicles a bit like super weapons, right? Yeah. So, you know, make it infantry focused, but make it so when a tank turns up, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Um, Well, it'd be like that... Stupid, ridiculous APC in the new Battlefield games. Yeah, I guess. The Uber yeah. APC with a grenade launcher that has a million hit points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminds me a little bit. What did they call the the big vehicle in? Was it in in Unreal where you had to build it and wait for it? The... <laughs> oh yeah, like the, the thing that's Goliath like the, or something, yeah. or, or <laughs> it's not Goliath the Mammoth, the tanks. That's Halo. Yeah. 
Something like that. Thing is, the rifles for infantry combat in World War One—they're just freaking Leviathan. Bolt- that was it. Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. They're just bolt action, aren't they? Not even. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. like that M1, which is semi-auto. You know, it's like bang, click, 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 click. bang, bang, <laughs> click, click. If the, you're lucky, the, the, yeah. any like you know bayonet action. Really. Yeah. Well, they showed one guy jumping on another guy and stabbing him, but that wasn't really a bayonet. Mm. They are doing bayonets though. Well, presumably. <laughs> They've gamified it for sure, but yeah, I, I, I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out. You know, the bl- this didn't happen during the show, and maybe we should talk about this in a bit. But the blimp destruction, <laughs> ridiculous. Well, that did that was shown in the trailer. Oh, sure, yeah. but you know, it, the fact that it actually destroys the environment underneath it and stuff like that, and it can fall. It's not scripted where that thing falls; it can fall anywhere on the yeah, map. Yeah, it's not and that amazing. They it's already cool. had It's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. And the fact that then that wreckage stays there for the entire fight, you know, it's like it's a big. Uh, I kind of like that. It's ridiculous, but it looks cool. Who knows how that will actually work gameplay wise? Like they were selling it as, man, this can really turn the tide if used well. It will be completely irrelevant. Yeah, probably. Inevitably, what will happen? It will be levolution. <laughs> or, or it will be like, like levolution. It will be like the, when you actually rarely in twenty one forty two when you had servers that allowed you allowed Titan movement. So, um, oh, what sure. happened was the Titans flew to the furthest corners of the map they possibly could be. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's what will happen. If you're or, trying to protect something, you fly as far away as physically possible. Or alternatively, silly people flew them and made sure they rammed each other. Yep, all that. <laughs> there won't be a... It's like... I mean, what is the theoretical idea of the wreck? It just, like... It just makes the battlefield under it a little bit more awkward. I mean, sure, but they're yeah. like, what... You can't tactically use that, can you? It's like, although our blimp might die in a minute, I better fly it to somewhere where I can tactically land the wreckage on top of something important. I guess it would fly too slow. It's just something that can happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Inevitably, what it will like, it will crash in the middle of an open field where it won't, won't matter in any way. <laughs> so, I I have to call EA out on this because the way they presented Battlefield One at the trailer was really crap. Yep, they, they did a trailer, trailer, a trailer for the trailer, which was just the start of the trailer, which was just the start of the trailer that they showed about five minutes later. What? Why? It's so bad. Also, that song they use. Like I know it's like it is basically a ver- like a version of the battlefield theme, right? I like the I don't mind the drum part of it, sure. but when you've got the rapper mm. on it, right. did they have that kind of rap in nineteen fourteen? It's irrelevant. Can't change the world. <laughs> no, like, they mm, didn't. Mm, <laughs> no, don't. don't. That's I, a- I gave Seven Nation Army a pass. I know most of the internet didn't, well, but. Like- but that was the one thing that was good about it. It wasn't a dumb cover of an old uh, yeah, song, I guess. like every other video game trailer at the moment. But but this version of it, this the, the, just if they took that guy out of it, that that vocal, fine, no problem at all. With that vocal in, it, it falls apart. You're making something crazy. I get, I get it. Too crazy, too crazy with that guy. Yeah, no. Presentation of the, of the Battlefield One was meant was a bit bad because then they went on to like that a whole um, like after party thing was a bit. Did you see any of that? No, so, I, didn't watch like, any of that. I, 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 mean, I caught up on some of it, and I was yeah. It was it, all the celebrities they had yeah, come I, out. I did to, watch some of the celebrity intros where they were like on the red carpet letting them in. Yeah, it's like, like let's interview these guys before they go and play Battlefield. Oh, here's Snoop Dogg, lol. <laughs> and Jamie Fox and Zac Efron, both of which had no idea what was going on. No, the only guy who seemed no. to have his shit together 
is my personal favourite, Terry Crews. Yep. Old Spice Man. Like, he's just... <laughs> He knew. He knew what was. He, he looked genuinely into what was going on. <laughs> he always looked like that, though. I know. <laughs> like the he was saying the right things. He was asking the right questions, like someone who actually played the game, right? Like, sure. it, it, surely he could have been like actor trained because actors. Yeah. But everyone else seemed like they were just there for some of Snoop's weed. Yep. And exactly. <laughs> Don't blame him. Yeah. He very unsubtly referenced it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then everyone following him referenced Snoop 3 weed after that. Yep. <laughs> it was, oh, it was pretty funny. But so bad. I feel like the, the guy presenting that... Well, actually, no, it got worse. Because then the commentators, right, when they were showing, trying to show the match, it was clear that the, the guys they were showing weren't any of the celebrities. They were, like, obviously yeah. showing pros play the game. Or showing people um, who, like, knew where to go stand to make things look cool. Yeah. <laughs> but then the commentators are trying to explain the elements of the game as they go, and they kept repeating themselves and going, well, this is another cool thing. And it's like, no, it's not a cool thing. That's been in all the Battlefield games. You know, <laughs> oh, apart from, hey, we've got mantling now. You look great. <laughs> you can jump over things. But oh, there was wow. one bit where has there was one bit yeah where you know the, the like where you aim the gun in those tanks you put that because the gun is on the side of the yeah. tank. There was a bit where they just like that bit of gun like clipped through a wall and the commentators basically kind of going oh just smashing through that wall and it's like no no that's that, that's just that the, that's just the camera clipping. I mean. You know, potentially they could make it so that the gun has a collision model that could hit a wall and <laughs> get stuck. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants it to be like that scene in the third Indiana Jones film, with, with, where you're going along side the thing and then firing the gun at the <laughs> truck that's driving along. Sure, yeah, and like all of that craziness and getting people getting crushed by the tracks and all of that shit, and then it goes off the cliff at the end, doesn't it? Naturally, you just want that whole sequence, explodes, of course. Yeah, and then it explodes. <laughs> That's what you want. And they're doing it in the desert as well. They've got tanks in the desert, so you'll be able to recreate that scene, stupid And and, and horses. Yeah, and horses, yeah. And, well, I guess the other thing is, well, dynamic weather. Like, apparently that's the, like, unlike, what they're they're selling it as, unlike the scripted weather that would occur in Battlefield 4, like, this might be actually legitimately randomised. Except it probably still be scripted but random it'll probably be like a certain period into this match something, trigger a weather event sometimes nothing will happen sometimes this will happen or maybe it will start raining and then it will clear or like what difference does the rain actually make see what they really need is like spin tyres mud physics oh wow <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that would be cool like suddenly everything becomes impossible to drive and it forces a foot fight yeah, that and would be well to run as well yeah make everything real slow <laughs> probably not that great <laughs> Well, you know, it was a thing that, like, when Battlefield 3 first was in, like, beta, and they had their crater tech, and it was like, holy shit, the four will terrain. Mm. And then they basically had to take that out because it was well broken and everyone clipped through the floor all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. maybe it's, you know, can we have that back? Can we actually have functional crater deforming terrain? You must have thought, well, the problem with, yeah, they, they would have to have zones where deformation was possible so it doesn't interfere with the, the, the what looks like, they, you know, they've done the thing that Battlefield 4 did with building destruction where it's not as dynamic as you think. Yeah, like things, things destroy in a certain way. Like you can take out a certain number of walls, but then there's a CAD animation where it turns into a rubble pile. Yeah, and that <laughs> rubble pile is a fixed thing. Yeah. Hmm. 
you know, presumably to make the keep the the rubble interesting, so you can move in it and well, stuff. and keep it like contained, so there's still paths around. Yeah, destroyed stuff. I guess that's the other thing. Like, if the blimp blows stuff up, how bad will the server lag? Like, like when <laughs> well, you remember how it was with that building, building yeah. the big building in Battlefield Four, where it's like, oh, you can tell the building's just blown up because everything so, got weird suddenly. The whole, the whole game's gone to hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not having a bad company. They made two of them and then gave up. And stopped. Yeah. Well, they haven't fully exploited their all the other potential theaters. <laughs> they don't need to have a comedy version that just takes place in modern warfare again. Well, they haven't focused on it, but this game is getting a campaign, apparently. Mm. Sure. I mean, they not that the la- that. <laughs> not that the last few have been any good, but they did say that they didn't want um, um, one character who, for some contrived reason, goes all to every theater of war. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Instead, they're going to have different characters. Jump, jump about. Try and, and do the old modern warfare yeah. thing, I guess, and jump about. Do the cock yeah. thing. Yeah. And, cock then, and then they can have yeah. them die periodically, which yeah. seems inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was EA. I. That's two years in a. At least two years in a row, yeah, I've had a kind of crappy conference, like, just with nothing. All the conferences are crappy. Yep, this year has been. Oh no, EA's like EA are just on a streak though. They're just like, here's how not to do it, and here's how to not announce anything interesting. Is come on, EA, do you 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 have the money and the power to do better than this? Well, they didn't have anything to show really. (laughs) No, but that's the. I mean, one year. There's maybe next year. Mm. They're going to have an amazing show, right? Because they'll be able to show all these Star Wars games. They'll be able to show what they've been working on. That'd be good. Maybe, maybe, maybe suddenly driving will come back somehow, even though they that completely obliterated. Yeah, maybe they'll like su- were f- well, supposedly working on when they weren't working on the Star Wars. Well, they're not working on Need for Speed next year. Next year there'll be Need for Speed, right? Yeah. So that'll be back. FMV glory. <laughs> Feel the need. So Bethesda. Yep. I think they had a pretty good show. Just just putting it out there before we begin. I think the Bethesda show was pretty good. Yeah. Was what was right. the big big stuff? So, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll just let's, go through it. Let's, let's go through it. Um, <laughs> Fine. For starters, <laughs> the, the, the stream they put up on YouTube was good quality and 60 frames per second, so I appreciated that as I was uh, catching up. Mm. Um, Kudos. Uh, but they opened with Quake Champions. Which is? Quake is back. So, is well, it Quake 3? It is multiplayer so <laughs> it, it looks like they're going for the Quake 3 well it lore. looks like they're going for Overwatch it's Overwatch Quake your, your characters have abilities yeah right that look like they're tied to specific characters probably hmm. yeah could, could work so this was basically just the reveal trailer they didn't want to say much unfortunately and saying hey QuakeCon's coming we're going to talk <laughs> about it there surprise because um, the thing about Overwatch it isn't really class based anymore because there's just so many characters and they're all different it's hero. That's what they want it's you to hero think. Based, it's hero yeah. based. And I guess that that makes sense for Quake. Maybe. I yeah. mean, we could have Orb actually be different. <laughs> yeah, have a different hitbox. Yeah, R- rather than just having irritating sound effects. Um, Orb, Crash. It. I. I mean, it's good, right? I mean, Doom's obviously done really well recently. That they've obviously proved that they've yeah, recently proven that, but you know, ID are still capable of. So it making this, they didn't strictly okay. say. Um, they've at least said that you know, at least Bethesda themselves have, have proven that they're capable of taking the franchise in the direction it needs to go. Mm. Apart from Doom's multiplayer side, 
Um, oh, this will fix this. Hopefully. And, and, well, I think this will be the natural successor to Quake Live, right? Yeah. It's, it's, they want something to re- to replace that aging aging thing, mm. uh, but in a more mainstream fashion. Quake Live always lived on the sort of outskirts of multiplayer gaming. Like it was not. I guess you'd argue most people wouldn't even know it existed. Yeah. Um. So I guess this is them trying to take Quake and be all like, "Hey guys, this is still a thing." But will it be a thing is my worry. Like, the arena shooter still isn't setting the world on fire. I mean, Unreal Tournament's about... And yeah. none of us have played it. But like you say, they're <laughs> going, they're, yeah. they're going yeah. for Overwatch or whatever. And that's got 10 million players already, apparently. Sure. Yeah. It's massive. I, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Quite, quite... Uh, quite uh, some, some good arena shooting I've been sort of... Wishing existed for a while. A lot of people have, yeah. But it's there's just there's just not been one that has either been exciting enough or had a player base. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing because yeah, I like all the idea of Unreal being open source and mm. being developed in in the open and it's cool. But there's never going to be like a a big release where everyone is suddenly piles on and plays it. Exactly, no, because of the way they're doing it. Mm. Yeah. There's never going to be that moment where it's like, hey, guys, UT is hot right now. Exactly. Um, but there could be a quick as hot right now. It could, there could well be, yeah. There's certainly an Overwatch is hot right now feeling. Yeah, rightly so. And at Rocket League, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, somehow Rocket League is still relative, relatively hot. Well, they haven't even, like, when this patch comes out and they introduce a proper use for all those duplicate items and stuff it's like yeah. and they're actually they're still... doing a retail physical release of the game oh, finally for some reason oh yeah and it includes like all the, the, Dude, the Ford and... exclusive cars yeah. that you can't get until a couple of weeks after the release <laughs> 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 woo uh, yeah so there's that um, I, li- I liked their staging at this point, because they had like a, a like a, wherever they were, there was a cool domed sort of. They said it was a hangar, so I assume it yeah. was a hangar. <laughs> uh, but they were using the roof of the hangar to do stuff and make it all blend in. It was a, it was a cool presentation. Like things look good. Um, like you know the doom and quake fire and stuff just spread around the whole thing, and you could see like when they did, needed sky effects, they'd actually put sky effects on the on the hangar. It's like it was cool. Well done. Um, Elder Scrolls. Apparently, Elder the Scrolls. card game. Apparently, Elder Scrolls Online was MMO of the year. Yeah, apparently. from someone. Well, from no, someone. Didn't anyone release an MMO other than Elder That's Scrolls Online? Is that why it got it? Well, no, but that was like a continuing thing. So I guess it was still up against like Star Wars and, and WoW. Yeah, and Guild Wars. Yeah, which had its expansion last exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Like, who's the, who gave them MMO of the year? What are you doing? <laughs> what about that one with the the cowboy one? Wild, Wild Star. Star Online, or uh, that has never really done that well. I mean, well, it went I think it play did recently, relatively it? well at the start. Yeah, I think people got bored of it quick. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, I mean, when did it go free to play? A, couple, a year ago, maybe yeah, two probably years. Probably a now? couple of years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they then talked about Elder Scrolls Legends, which is the card game. And I don't think you can make a card game show that well. But the problem was is that I think it showed less well than Hearthstone. Like, it's just bland looking. It's like, I've got no real problem necessarily with the mechanics. Like, you, you can't really tell that from a show. But just the look of it, you put that next to Hearthstone, Hearthstone looks like the more interesting game. 
Elder Scrolls just aesthetic in general is always it's a, a bit, bit bland, bland and generic. Yeah. Always has been, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not that I don't think Skyrim has some great spectacular views and stuff, but it's more about the expanse of it than the the kind of uh, distinctiveness of the. I kind of feel the same way about all of the Bethesda Studios yeah. games. Well, Fallout's got a bit more, a, l- a little bit a more, bit but more it, but there's, there is something a little lifeless about it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard, hard to define. It's because of their terrible engine. <laughs> I don't think that's it. There is an art direction thing to it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been totally into it. But yeah, just this thing just looked a bit... Looked, was, mm. I know they've got to push it, and I know the guy seemed enthusiastic for card games, but yeah, it didn't, didn't, it didn't show well. Um, uh, quick aside to catch up on what's happening in the Fallout 4 world... They're, it looks like they're adding some of the Fallout Shelter stuff to Fallout 4, like like the Vault Tech well, Workshop game or something. They're making it so you can build a vault in Fallout 4 using like snap together pieces, mm. whatever that really means. I mean, it just means you make a town and it's underground. <laughs> You're making an XCOM ant farm. Well, except not really, because it's still in first person. Is it? Oh, it looked like they showed shots of it, like like from yeah, the- but that might just have been a. A stylistic thing they were they trying to invoke Fallout Shelter by yeah, showing maybe. it from a camera side on maybe. view. Because yeah. he was definitely building it from first person using the normal building face. You could see him snapping a corridor onto another corridor he was standing in. Oh, okay, right. So did you get what the point in in that was going to be? Well, it's, the, it's going to be like all of the Fallout 4 DLCs so far, entirely pointless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where right. they try and add content, but no one cares. Where it's like, yeah. oh, you can trap creatures. Woo! <laughs> what, and train them as pets? Or yep. Like? Or make them fight each other. That was the last <laughs> DLC. No one cared. Dung Beetle Sumo? <laughs> no, not quite. Well. And, then, uh, and then... And then what looked like a major expansion pack, like Nuka World. Yeah. I saw some people who seemed to have interpreted that was going to be you could build your own theme park, and it was no. like, no, that's not, not no. what that was trying to imply, I don't it, think. It'll be like... No, Las Vegas was a full-on sequel, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it would, yeah, it would be like when they did those region upgrades for yeah. Sorry, New Vegas. Right. Yeah, yeah, it would just be um, a like separate area that you transport to somehow. Well, I don't know. Maybe they will. It might be attached to the map. the map. Yeah, sure, but it will be a place. Supposedly, the, the hook of that is you can basically become a raider. Like the raiders have taken over this theme park, and you can become the leader of those raiders, and then go and raid. <laughs> it's like, well, that's weird. Become a bad guy for no apparent reason. Yeah, could be interesting. I mean, sure. Especially if that affects the rest of the world, right? That you can do stuff in previous Probably areas. Probably not going mm. But then you'd, like, you'd be raiding your own settlements at that point because you've already taken over all these settlements for the good guys during be, the course of Fallout 4. Couldn't that be kind of fun, though? Like, Is that a way of them setting up some user-created challenge stuff? Like, yeah, here, yes. come raid my town. Don't think it'll be that interesting. It'll probably just be like... It'll probably have an idea like that, but then it won't be executed nearly well enough no, to actually be good. The Fallout way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then they talked about Shelter itself a little bit, saying that it's getting a big quest mode update where you go on quests with the people you send out into the wilderness. Great. And a PC version is coming. Yeah. I can smell your enthusiasm. Uh... And then we called it, lads. Yeah, we called it. Of course. Elder Scrolls Five Special Edition. Totally a thing. Yeah. 
I mean, but... It's basically yeah. Skyrim with pre-installed mods. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Uh, uh, well, it, it, is, it is a graphics <laughs> update as well. Well, as far as people yeah. can tell, the textures aren't changed. Oh, really? It's yeah. just like, like, it's like a technology effect. I've got, what? like, God rays and shit. Yeah, okay. Which you could already do with mods. I actually think... I saw some comparison photos on Eurogamer from uh, Digital Foundry and I, um, of, like, an... an um, and I don't know if it was modded up or it was just a high, super high detail mode on PC versus right. the remaster. And they look different. Oh, I think the PC looked a bit better. Right. <laughs> oh, what, the, the, oh, the, the super realism mods? No, it wasn't modded. I think it was just old Skyrim on high, on super high. And, on you, PC. and it still looks better than the well, special edition? Well, there must be some different. effects that the new one's doing that the yeah, one didn't have. Yeah, the new one's got new effects on it. I better lighting. And, yeah. yeah, well. Different lighting, all those models were. Well, oh, they were saying they had like more dynamic lights, mm. right? So you'd fire magic, and that would light a room. I think that's definitely true. Yeah, yeah. that's like like those the modded the, the particularly like the lighting mods were the ones that did that. And then there's just like slightly better like ground cover for grass and stuff. Yeah, there's like, more foliage and stuff, more detailed foliage. But I I just think they've changed oh, you, the you look water. through lighting in a way that I'd, it looks more kind of fairy taley than the a used little to. bit. Yeah, it's um, a little more like I noticed one like in the morning shot they showed. It's like oh hey things are a lot foggier mm. than they were before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But Fair I, enough. I guess that could be morning haze they're trying to yeah. replicate that kind of stuff. But we called it um, fine. Uh, and apparently this version of the game will be compatible with existing PC mods. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I don't know if they said that, actually. It's just like they showed a modding interface. Oh, no, they showed that the console version is going to get mods, but I'm pretty sure they say the, said the specific phrase that it'll be compatible with existing mods. Probably I isn't. don't know. I can't see how that's possible with graphics mods. Maybe that will work with mechanical mods. Well, know. the trouble with a lot of the Skyrim mods is they're all... There's, like codependencies that are weird like the whole Skyrim script extender where it's like you need this one mod that basically makes a lot of other mods even possible oh sure oh of course the one that was was that the one that was involved in the whole when they went paid mod stuff yeah. the one that everyone was sort of like oh crap if this goes well, paid one of the ones yes yeah and then you know I had a bunch of Skyrim mods where it was like fucking code injection into an AXE that was running on top of another one or something wow it's like you're not going to get into like those mods no definitely not <laughs> That's a bit rough. So who knows what uh, how much mods are actually supported by that? And that's the, the sort of pro- whole problem of console mods in general. Is like they have these nice, they show their nice mod interface where you scroll through the mods and you select the mods. It's like even in the Steam Workshop, that barely works most of the time. <laughs> you still have to like, have like those special cases where you're like, oh, we need to actually go and fuck around with this manually to some extent. Yeah, go go replace this file. Go do this thing. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to know how that all plays out because to some degree, aren't they planning on doing some of that for Doom as well? Mm. Or... Yeah, but that's that's probably by the by mods. They probably just mean Snap Map for yep, Doom, probably <laughs> Snap Map. Uh, so then a dude from Arcane Studios turns up, and I immediately go, "Oh, this is going to be Dishonored too, right?" No, he shows something very different. Um, they end up showing a trailer of. Some guy who seems to be waking up with his eyes getting progressively worse, and then it's the same day over and over. Oh, and yeah, eyes. sort of. Yeah, I saw this. Um, and then it was all a dream, and he's in a science facility. Oh no, maybe it, maybe in a space station or something, not a planet. After Impossible all, to know what the, that is, really, no, in terms of a game, except that it has the name Prey. <laughs> because why the fuck would you do that, you idiots? 
it's it's one of those things where it's like, how on earth are they going to, or are they going to tie it to the prey that came before? I'm pretty sure they're not. Like, yeah, Native Americans and aliens, right? <laughs> and what happened to prey to? It never got off the ground. <laughs> like, but it was a completely different game, and it yeah. looked like it had a really good concept, and it had yeah. like gameplay. A, a oh yeah, extent. that futuristic <laughs> yeah. city shit. Yeah, like you were, awesome. you were like a like an FBI agent only in space, and you had to go around arresting aliens and interrogating them and stuff. Yeah, super cool. It's like what happened to that? And now we're just making another game called Prey. It's not even like where they've already made five games where it's like, oh, Prey Five, and now the Prey. It's just like Prey again <laughs> for yeah. no apparent reason. Prey followed by. Prey. <laughs> Maybe that is Prey 2. I don't know. Maybe not. No, it's probably not. Yeah. Crack. Because Prey 2 is tied to Prey uh, 1 fairly directly, in theory. It's like the start of Prey 2 was meant to be... You were on that 747 that was in Prey 1 when really the 747 gets abducted by the aliens into their ship and it crashes and you were on that plane I just and remember you get knocked out and taken away by the I remember portals and gravity boots. Yep. That is all I remember of Prey and the fact that you're a Native American. I, I remember nothing else. But this new one just looks like, you know, generic space horror game. I've got to admit, that trailer was like, yeah, we don't know what the game is, but that, that was a good trailer. Come on. Sure. I remember Prey being... Uh, a game that was in development for so long that when it was originally, I was originally reading about AMPC Gamer Magazine. Oh, I was reading yeah. about Portals yeah. in 1998 or something. And then didn't and Unreal then it came Tournament out after Portal. Then didn't Unreal Tournament come out with its own Portal tech before Prey? Launched? Probably, yeah, yeah. And then Prey, which was basically was a not game. really used except in a few spaces where they had like a couple of gates that seemed to go to a different world and you could walk behind them and it's like no that world's not there yep. yeah I'm pretty sure UT did that yep I think it did UT 2003 or something no no oh, UT oh UT did that oh did it mm. oh yeah yeah weirdness the depths of time yeah uh, yeah only on like one or two levels it wasn't like something they really had everywhere. There must have been a couple of cases where it's like, we've got a low poly count here, we can do this. <laughs> we can basically combine two levels into one. Yeah. I, I just remember there being a, a, a um, article, sort of, games that are coming that look awesome. Yeah, because they did that PC thing. Gamer, and it had Prey as one of them, and it had, had Half-Life as another one. They had it was that, like, this might be good. <laughs> they had that video shot from Prey that I always remember where it was like basically like like a gyroscope, wasn't mm. it? Except the middle circle was, was a portal, yeah. and you could see through it as it was turning and stuff like that, and you're just like, holy crap, they can do this? That's mm. technologically amazing. And then... And then... And then it didn't come out for a really long time. <laughs> But it did come out. It did come I out. Yeah. And then oh. you played it. I think I did. Uh, I, mean, I think I might have played a bit of it. Maybe uh, not the whole thing. I think I watched a lot of it. I think my brother was playing it. Sure. But I can't remember anything. <laughs> no. Uh, 2017 release date. More to be announced at QuakeCon. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, quick catch up on Doom. But just to say, we're still updating SnapMap. We're, we're going to let you do more of what you want with it to make proper single-player stuff. Um, and that they are introducing the thing to multiplayer that everyone kind of wants, which is a proper free-for-all mode. Like Everyone was like, Team Deathmatch in Doom? That's not right. It needs to be all against all. So they're adding that. Um, and that there will be a demo 
Except that's probably already expired by yeah. now. It was like it's a like, one week now. That's so weird, right? We're, we're going to make a free demo in the spirit of shareware. Except you can't share it after a week. <laughs> nice. Except you can't share it at all. Because that's not how any game works at all. Works. Yeah. They, did release in a, Steam. they did release a demo for Doom. The original Doom? Uh, no. Actual Doom. Actual Doom. Like, I've downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. But it's on Steam. You can that's the demo. one we're that, talking that's about. That's probably the yeah, one yeah, we're yeah. talking can't about. Can't play it any longer. Oh, really? It's only a week? Yeah. Oh, right, fine. Although, or you might have to get I've on got it. it downloaded. Yeah. Well, maybe... It, maybe it's download only for a week. Or something yeah, maybe or... if you already have it, it will stay. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, you'll have to, have to try that, see what, see what yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm going to do. Yeah. I will try and play it next week. Uh, so then we got onto the MMO of the year. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. And an incredibly enthusiastic woman. And I just basically put, obviously, the Elder Scrolls team was sat near the microphone. Or one woman was, One yeah. woman, yeah. Just like, woo! Every, every, word, every sentence that guy finished was followed by, woo! Or, hell yeah! Or, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, there, was, what? <laughs> there was one point where she just went, what? <laughs> yeah. I, they must work on the team. Ridiculous. All were very high. I'm sure Snoop Dogg was around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Although he doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Bullet points, just to quickly crap through them. Apparently it's coming to Japan, yep. which it wasn't already. Uh, there are screamers that need to shut up in the audience. That's, that's a key note. Yep. Um, Repeat that one again. Uh, there's a, a big expansion coming called the Dark Brotherhood. Because and one good thing they ever did. And then the weirder point, like, I, I don't know how I feel about this, and then maybe you'll have an opinion on this. They mentioned this thing called One Tamriel, which isn't really a feature change or any sort of expansion or anything like that, but it's a, it's a structural change to how the game works, where it makes it sound like you... It like So Guild Wars 2 has the function where if you enter a zone that you're over-leveled for, it down-levels you to the max level of the area, yeah. right? To keep it so there's some level of involvement in what you're doing. Um, it sounds like Tamriel does this in both directions, as in you're up-level to the area you're in. It's basically getting rid of the need of, for experience. Like, So presumably leveling is only then a gear restrictor. Are they trying to make the game more gear-based than level-based, or...? I don't know, that just struck me as slightly odd. Like, how does that work now? I mean, I guess when you get to, like, max level in any MMO, it becomes a gear game rather than a level game anyway. But are they just trying to... Look, look, here you are, you're at the gear game already. It's just a bit odd. Thoughts? Any? No. No. (laughs) No opinions. No thoughts. Not just because it's Elder Scrolls. What if Guild Wars did that? No, it just sounds weird. Well, it doesn't. If, the, if Guild Wars did it, it, like it wouldn't be that un, it wouldn't be that amazing. It's like they already scaled you down, so scaled you up to that same level. Wouldn't because it's still uh, in Guild Wars, it's still a fixed level for that's appropriate for the level of that map. So mm. there's still like a progression in difficulty as you go up, I guess. Oh, what, so you reckon if you enter an AT area, you're at, it's, it's harder regardless? Because there's just more things that can happen. Like, the enemies are more complicated right. in right. a lot of cases. I see what you're saying, yeah. So the game is still harder even if you're leveled to your opponent. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't that amazing, I didn't think. <laughs> no. What? But it's we don't really that... know how that game works anyway, so... No, I guess not. 
Um, so then they tried to say, hey, hey guys, thanks for coming. Uh, to show some appreciation of your thanks, we've got like a parking lot set up with, with some stuff in it. And guess who's there? Blink 182. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they said, here comes a concert after this thing, after we're done. Uh, I'm, pretty sure, there was, I'm pretty sure there was one guy that wooed. Yep, the old one woo. Just one woo. Gotta have one woo. It wasn't the same woman. It wasn't no. the oldest girl's lady. Just one guy went, woo. Uh, my notes have just disappeared. I can't carry up. There we go. Uh, Bethesda VR. I think that's what they called it. Well, like their initiative to make stuff VRified. They're one thing. Um, yeah, they're one thing. Their Fallout 4 is apparently going to play the entire game in VR next year. That sounds um, ambitious. I don't know. Does it though? It's just like. But they made the gun game person. more important, right? Yeah, but it's a first-person view anyway, and it's like, what is that, what are they actually going to do? I mean, if it, they say it's on Vive, so at least it'll have the good tracking controllers, so they can sure. theoretically make it like a whole different oh, gun yeah. thing. Well, that that was my, my biggest question: is like, how do they solve the that? Like, no, has, has anyone attempted to make it? Is, is anyone actually attempting to make a VR FPS and solve apart from rigs? Well, and, so, and solve the sort of where does your gun sit compared to where you're looking problem? Sure. I mean, there's been pen- plenty of sort of tech demo versions of first-person shooters in VR, and people say it's like, you know, it becomes intuitive where you're like, you can actually do blind fire because you actually know where the gun is and what direction it's pointing because you're holding it. <laughs> okay, so it relies on you holding a gun rather than a controller, but then how does movement work? Yeah, that, and- I mean... I don't know what the button layout is like on those Vive hand controllers. Like, is there a way that you could theoretically... I'm not sure there's many buttons on them. Yeah. I've got triggers. Mm. So it's gun-like in that. Yeah, but I meant from, like, movement. Is there enough buttons on there that you could conceivably actually have move controls on the thing that you're holding for the gun? Do they have sticks on them? Like nunchucks? Yeah, I don't actually know what the button layout is. I don't think they do. Mm. But then, then, but then, that's not necessarily a problem if they did a little bit of balancing because you could essentially play Fallout Four and basically have it be like when you holster your gun, you're essentially actually putting down the controllers, changing to a movement controller, and then pulling your gun out of the holster is like picking up the controllers again. <laughs> Maybe that's really awkward when you can't see where the controllers are. Well, you could because they could just the, be in the world, like yeah. AR them into the world essentially. I, just think, that, I think it's going to have to be a pad game. Like, there's sure. too much going on, and none of the hand controllers seem capable. I enough. mean, then, then that way it's even easier to do because you're just importing the first person view into the headset. Oh, sure, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying it probably might not be good if you're no, and, and uh, if you're looking around and your gun isn't following your vision or something like that, or like I don't know who, who knows exactly how they'll they'll do it, but. Then they've got the classic problem, right? I mean, they could make it a vision-following gun if they wanted to. Maybe. Where you're looking is where you're shooting. Maybe. I'm not sure that's good either. I don't think it'll be good. Or I, for, I think not for long periods. When I think there are things for. they could do, well, also, but it's, it's just like they have the control problem. And also, you know, it's just the classic VR simulation problem of, like, moving but not moving. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there is that. Which is fine if you're set down. Theoretically, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's more bearable if you're sat down. You just have to imagine that you're driving a human-sized tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine if you've got the suit. Yeah. Or, or, you know, there's just a gun sticking out in the middle of the screen. <laughs> it's like, like it's a tank. 
so then we closed out things with Dishonored 2. Which they <laughs> took fucking forever. They spent a long time on Dishonored 2, but yeah. Um, yeah, lots of random scene flyby saying, hey, we built this new graphics engine for this thing. And, oh, really? And we're going to keep saying that Boy we're going engine. to show you gameplay and then not actually, then show, not you actually show you gameplay for a while. Yeah. Uh, they call it the Void Engine. Like they need, they wanted a specific type of lighting and stuff that No Bethesda Tech could do, apparently, to get okay. the feel of the towns they wanted. Cool. Um, so they've built their own engine to, to handle it. It looks all right. Nothing technologically amazing. Like, not sure you really needed to highlight it as a brand new graphics engine and all that stuff. But you know, maybe you're you Bethesda, had, maybe you do. I guess you had time to fill. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we <laughs> like they couldn't, they couldn't say, "Hey, we we put Dishonored on the creation engine," and then everyone groans. Um, uh, yeah, it, 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 it visually looks fine. Um, uh, guy needs to clear his throat a lot. Um, they had they had a cool. I think the timepiece mechanic they had looked cool. Mm, so you know they had a bit amazing. where you could flip between two time periods. It's and been you, done. It has been done. But the fact that you could hold up that device and it's showing you what the world is like in the other time period using portals. Yeah, using portals. Yeah, and that I guess, and and you know the fact that it's rendering the scene twice, which is why it's locked down to this one tiny mansion. Yeah. <laughs> It looked cool. Looked like a fairly neat mechanic. A fun way to muck around with stealth, I guess, as well. Like, I can just pop out of time and pop in and fuck with this guy. It's just invisibility. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I quite liked it. Uh, it got a release date of uh, November 11th this year. It had, um, a, it had a trailer with another fucking cover song. Uh, yeah, had a trailer of a cover song. Which one was it this time? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, paying enough attention. Yeah, no, I but I recognised that it was a cover song, and I was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> Can't remember. I didn't write it down. And it was um, also a classic. Like, I don't know whether this was a live demo or a pre-recorded demo, but the guy who was doing it was really bad. Yeah, well, it was a live demo where he was like, "I'm gonna." The funny thing was, the guy presenting it on stage. Before the gameplay demo happened, specifically said what was going to happen in the gameplay demo. He's like, what you're about to see is he's going to do this jump move, and then he's going to pick up a barrel, and he's going to throw this guy, and he's going to explode. And then it's like, <laughs> now that here's the gameplay demo showing what you just what said you just happened. said would going to happen. Only yeah. not as coolly as it was meant to. No, I mean, it, that's not what that game's about, is that kind of open combat, but no. that, that didn't look great. It was but, great when he grabs the guy, puts him into like a chokehold or whatever, like he's holding him in front of him in the classic stealth protagonist style he's holding him like a body shield or whatever yeah. I was like oh he's going to throw him off that cliff and he ragdolls against the wall and <laughs> doesn't actually go over the wall off the cliff yeah like good job uh, I mean to their credit like yeah it, it's they, it does look like they're not too relying on the mechanics of the first game they did go out of the way and say most of the powers you get in this game are things that are new to this game More and a lot go. of the powers in the first game don't exist like, they just haven't been pushed forward. You're playing a different character, and therefore well, you have different set of powers. And you can play as the other character as well. There's uh, two characters. Well, there's two characters, but they... The other character is still has his powers, but they're very slightly different but you're from not, the you're, art you're first not, game. You're not the same... Is it the same guy? Yeah, I think it is. I thought it was a different guy. No. He picks up the mask, and he's like, oh, familiar faces. Except it's not the mask, it's like part of a robot now, or whatever. Oh, alright. I think it's the same guy. Who's going to play as that guy, though? Because they're going to want to play as the new person, then. And well, you can see what the new powers are, because I mean, the domino power looks way too effective. Well, yeah, that does look way too powerful. Well, it's, just, I mean, it's like, when do you unlock that? Yeah. You, you, <laughs> that could be the last power. 
so for for the listener, the domino power is is you can just look at several guys and link their fates. So you basically only have to do something to one of them, and it okay. happens oh. to all of them. Which for me, as a suck ass stealth player, sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but not very entertaining, really. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, like, during that sequence where he just fated everyone together and there was the target right there, and it's like, why don't you just domino that guy? <laughs> yeah, just domino <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and then there's the weird shadow form, Which whatever that also was. doesn't seem like... Which made, well, it, in it that turned demo, into a creepy Japanese horror character for a bit. Well, sure. Yeah. In that demo, it seemed entirely unnecessary. It's like, well, yeah, oh, you're going to go into shadow form while I'm five feet away from the guy I have to kill, and that's just going to let me kill him, because I, I could have done that anyway with any shanked, other one of my weapons. I could have just shanked him, but no, instead I'm going to rip his <laughs> limbs off. And, yeah. you know, grappling hook. I don't think I'm... I'm not the target market for a game like this. I, I wasn't really interested in the first game. I think it showed well... But it's not for me. Well, it showed well in like fucking half an hour. Yeah, yeah, they spent a long <laughs> Way time. Way too long. They, they spent the Fallout 4 time on Dishonored 2 this year, right? Maybe less so, actually. Less yeah. time on it than they Probably. spent on Fallout 4 last year. Um, and the audience gets t-shirts, Whoa. apparently. It's no good for me. No. What if I want a t-shirt? Well, you could have tuned into the after party and potentially got entered into a draw to get a t-shirt or something. I didn't really pay attention to what they were saying about that. Well, I couldn't have done because I didn't watch it live. <laughs> nope, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, it was that t-shirt that they've been... It was that image that... The, the t-shirt was the image that they've been showing for a while where it's all there, the yeah. Bethesda characters in a line, like, to do something. Yep. No Evil Within announcement was the one thing that everyone thought was going to happen, but... But didn't. And no Elder Scrolls 6. No, that no was our theoretical speculation yeah. on that one. That wasn't going to happen, yeah. No, but I think it's going to be a certainty we'll see it next year now, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, not a bad show. I think they presented it well. I think they, they handled themselves. They spent too, you're right, they spent too much time and stuff, but, you know, when you're a publisher, you've probably only got so much time you, you know, you've probably only got so much you can show, and they handled it way better than EA did. Sure. Is all I'm, is all I want to say there. Um, EA need to look at what they're doing, and even look at what Ubisoft are doing, <laughs> and be like, we need to present like them. Much more engaging shows, right? So where are we at? We are an hour and a half in. Well, we've got to do at least one more because then that'll leaving it out to three on each side, except technically two, I guess. All right, so then we've made it up to the the first. Big boy conference, I guess. Yep. Okay, go. Time for Microsoft. 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 You can't keep the camera on the goddamn screen again. No, yeah, they kept they kept like, they kept preferring the wide shot, didn't yep. they? Completely it, useless to see what's on the screen. It's like, oh, we get to see some of the crowd. Woo. If it, the bit where it was the worst, and we'll come to this later, was during the recall trailer, where they just couldn't help themselves. Whenever there was one of those character intros on screen, because they would it. cut to the wide shot, and it's like, because they had stuff going on. They had their lighting yeah, spread over the, the stage. Or and, and they had some pyromaniac stuff. <laughs> pyromaniac. <on>. Pyrotechnics. <laughs> they had a pyromaniac on style. He just started saying fire shit. <laughs> Always handy. Uh, yeah, so it had the normal, the normal. Uh, I guess it was the normal routine Xbox has had for the last few years. Now. <laughs> it didn't even make any sense. <laughs> With their pyromaniacs. <laughs> yes. 
It didn't even make any sense because, like, the Microsoft one is one of the conferences that's shown on TV. And it's, and it's like, it's why would you real, want to see bits of the crowd on no, TV? You don't. It's you like, don't. it's just not. Doesn't help anyone. I mean, they've fallen into the Sony hole. Their producer had fallen into the Sony hole because the Sony <laughs> never fall into Sony. No, hole. no, because bad idea. Sony learned not to do this, yep. didn't they? A couple of years ago, they were doing exactly this, showing way too many cap crowd shots, showing way too many wide shots. The producer this year probably was the guy Sony fired. I don't know. Who's <laughs> <laughs> moved to Microsoft to fuck that up? Yeah. So you know, you know, cap cutting aside, Microsoft still know how to put on a good show. It's got to be said. I guess. Um, there's a good flow to it. They still had their weird stage where there was seats behind the stage. Yeah, it's, I think like it's the same stage. Have they turn around and look behind them. I think it's the same, pretty much the same staging they've used for the last two years. Yep, seems um, like it. And um, so maybe weird. that needs a shake up, but whatever, it seems to work for them. Um, they had their little stages that they didn't really use this year because there was no Fable Legends to show them off. Yeah, but, not as much. Um, they did use them a couple of times. Except a lot of the time that was where you couldn't see it because they kept cutting away from those as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, now we need to see a wide shot. No, <laughs> cut and, away. And the one time where it made no sense at all. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, so they opened with, hey, we're making a new Xbox. Um, mm. Here comes the S. Yep. Um it's 40% smaller. That is quite a size reduction. It's pretty small. That probably makes it about the same size as a PS4. Because the PS4 is quite small. When you uh, put, when you put yeah. it next to an X-Bone, the PS4 is quite small. And the X-Bone is pretty huge. The X-Bone is massive. But it's I, that's not as never, big as the original Xbox, but it's pretty big. Is it? It's about the same. It's about the same, yeah. It's a little smaller. No, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I think I think the X-Bone might be bigger. I think the original Xbox could have been that small if they hadn't have put excess plastic on it. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. There was a yeah. lot of plastic. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, but, well, nearly knocked over the microphone. Like, put the microphone up. <laughs> Just. Um, but I've never had a problem with the X-Bone side. Like, it looks fine in, under my telly, right? <laughs> well, in amongst all your other giant black boxes, yes. Yeah. More importantly, Xbox One S can... can down on its side like an like an Xbox 360. It can, well. Yes, they've made it they've made it so it can verticalize. Verticalize. <laughs> so it's, stupid. It's vertical. They haven't brought back the inhale though. <laughs> and also they put the power brick inside or whatever. Oh have they? Yeah, uh, that's what I heard. Oh well that's great because the power brick for the X bone is massive as yeah. well. So that solves that. Um Also Alright, okay, so it's uh, I hope they do a black version as well, because it's like the white looks good, but you know. Can we have a black version, please? It fits in with the rest of my stuff. Mm. Um, well, <laughs> that's if you want that one or the next, next, next. Well, the, well, well okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, come back, we'll come back to that one. The, <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. The, the rumors. Uh, it's not a rumor. I mean, they announced well, it, didn't they? Sort of, yeah. But it was a rumor at the point. Like, like, as of last week, it was a rumor. Okay. Um, uh, the one, uh, there's, there's a couple of points to take away from this. Like, one of them is that they started making a big deal of the phrase HDR gaming. Whatever the fuck that means. I had to research this. It does have a meaning. Because at the time I was thinking, man, this is such bullshit, right? This is just them trying to say, they're trying to have some sort of marketing term that they can throw in PlayStation's face, right? It's like, we know what HDR is because Half-Life 2 did it. (laughs) Yeah. Except in the display technology world, it actually does have a meaning in that the colour gamut yeah actually, they're increasing what? the colour gamut from the standard like what, whatever it is now um, RGB sRGB colour space yeah it's actually got a little bit bigger so um, 
<laughs> Your cat, cat wants to go in a box. Cat is full. Cat's into found a box. box. Yep, that's exactly like, what would happen if you put a box in the same room as a cat. Like the cat is going into the box. I'm going to properly seal this box so the cat doesn't fall into it. What is the Vitamix 5000? Uh, well, apparently that was a blender, but that's not uh, what's in the box. Okay, no. Naturally, never want that. Sounds like a joke name for a product. The Vitamix. Vitamix. No, Vitamix Five (laughs) Thousand. The fact it's got Five Thousand on the end. Yeah, really, really sets the tone. Anyway, um, it's actually a box filled of old school gubbins. Yep, naturally. That I'm trying to slowly go through to see if I can find any gold. I found very little gold. Well, that's how it always goes. You always think there's a lot of gold in there, but there's actually only a very small portion of gold. There's a single picture of me. In year nine, I think, that I found a photo. There you go. I look young. Um, Surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so H- yeah, they're increasing. Apparently, like, modern TV tech has a higher color gamut range. And the HDR gaming means that, you know, they can output to this higher range. Um, part of that is because it's technically a requirement or one of the things that Maybe not a requirement, but it's one of the things that the new Blu-ray tech can do. Mm. Um, and this thing also has 4-ray Blu-ray capability, so it can play UHD Blu-rays and that stuff. So, theoretically, the next wave of Xbox games will be designed for this HDR color gamut range. Makes sense. Sure, fine. Sure. Boom. I, I, yeah. How noticeable that is, who knows? But you know, I looked into a little bit, and it's like I think uh, like the standards are a li- were a little bit hard to figure out. But it seems like the color space is increasing from eight bit to ten bit, like so the RGB right. channels are a bit bigger, and that maybe this has more of an effect on luminance rather than actual color space, stuff like that. So rather than two hundred fifty six, would be <laughs> yeah. Well, it, what it was, it's like thirty two million at the moment, anyway, or something. Yeah. Or, um. So it will be like, yeah, another 128 million colour space, maybe? Something like that. Nice. Yeah. You'll need a new TV. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real long time since that, since anyone's done anything like that, but I'm not 100% sure that's even remotely necessary, right? Not noticeable, yeah. Yeah. Probably is, probably is noticeable. But I mean, the- contrast, sure. Yeah. Colour space, probably not. Maybe not so much. No. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, so, also, this device doesn't have a Kinect port on the back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Kinect is totally dead yep. in Microsoft's eyes. Fully dead. Which then asks the question, how on earth is the voice recognition stuff going to go? Because they're still porting Cortana to the Xbox dashboard. Um, ah. Well, it's maybe. probably not going to be for the Slim. It's probably going to be for the other one. Maybe they'll have a But then why do it? It's like if they're moving away from that whole model... All you need is a microphone, though, right? I guess. They, that is the only thing I can think of, is that they will connect it to the headset mic. Unless ah. this thing has a microphone built into the front of the console, which mm. they haven't said or confirmed. Now, the new console does have an IR blaster on it, so it can do the things that the current Kinect currently does, mm-hmm. in that it could turn on my entertainment system, it could link my TV and my audio, it can still do all of that. It could still, in theory, change the channel on one guide. Mm. So that's good. They're keeping that stuff. That's the stuff I like. Mm-hmm. But I really hope it keeps voice recognition because when it works, I really like that. I might be the one guy, but I really like that. Why are you keen on? You don't want this new one, though. You already got one. No, no, no. I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. But I just I kind of hope Microsoft stay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I really like I I'd like that stuff. Yeah. Like I still like the fact that the Connect sees me and that I can hold QR codes in front of it that claims the crap that comes with games. Yeah. I kind of I I like all that stuff. I don't want Connect to go away. I might I, again, I'm the one guy. I don't <laughs> care about it for games, but as a functionality thing, it's kind of neat. Thing is, the funny thing is that all of that stuff could be done with a standard webcam with a mic, right? Sure. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. need any of the 3D or, or any of the clever stuff about Kinect. No, you're probably right. Yeah. And like, even to a certain degree, you could probably even build the smart glass app or whatever it is they have, or the Xbox app or something to just sort of say, here's a QR code, right? Like, just hold it in front of your phone and that will claim it and then your console knows. Uh, yeah. There are other ways to do things. I guess. Not as nice. No, not as nice. The connect recognition is super fast when it when it works. Um, yeah. So and 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 they basically came straight out with a price which is two hundred ninety nine dollars, which is what they've reduced the current Xbox price to officially. Yeah. So if you buy in now, you're not going to save money. No. But you're just gonna. you're just going to buy a big Xbox. Oh, and I think they said the new one's got like a two terabyte drive in it as well, mm. which is nice. Because up to now, they've only issued a special edition version with a one terabyte drive. Um, I mean, this is pretty... Two, two ninety nine is a good price for, for that box, really. This is pretty standard stuff from the old, from the last generation of consoles. Yeah. You make a slimmer console with more media capability. Yep. Uh, standard. Yeah. And that's cool. But the, cool. Fact, but the fact that they've price dropped the original one, and then they're not going to charge more for the slim when it comes out later this year. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure they gave a release date, so I'm assuming later this year. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, Christmas this year, or holiday. Yeah. I saw that they said that the controller was slightly different. Yeah, there's it a new version. It, it, it looks the same, but I think they've added its like capability to it, so you can now Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray, Bluetooth sync it. So if you've got mm, like a Bluetooth yeah. device in your PC, that's another way of syncing it. So you don't need a, 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 a dongle. dongle anymore for PC, yeah. which is really cool. Or for Mac, maybe even. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And also, they have the, some stupid program so you can make your own custom controllers. Yes. Which is pretty... That came later. That came later. Okay, sorry. But, but, but we might as well talk about it. Well, I just thought, yeah. you know... It's sort of linked. But yeah, the yeah. controller design lab, they call it, which I actually went and dicked around with for a bit. Because I use a 360 controller on PC, and I remember I saw an article on Eurogamer going through what's the best controller for PC, and they were like, "Well, the Xbox it's... One one is specifically designed to replace and be better than the 360 one, but the 360 one's still the best one." <laughs> I I really I, don't get me wrong. I really like the new controller, but there are compatibility problems apparently mm. with the new controller, mm. and that is the only, because they changed the yeah. The, you know, it's not X input anymore, it's direct input, and there are actually quite a lot of games that don't support that and right. can't support that. Yeah. Because Windows didn't think of that for some reason. Right. They really should have. Like, just make it so it's X input happy as well as direct input. I don't know, that doesn't sound that hard. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so they didn't do that, and that's, that is the only problem. Otherwise, my, you know, I've sort of been tempted, maybe I should get, given that some of my Xbox 360 controller rubber is falling apart and even though I sugrued a couple of them the sugru's now fallen off as well yeah it's just like maybe yeah, I need maybe I should get a dongle and just start using my X-Bone controllers just get a dongle yeah, yeah I've got too many I've got too many X-Bone controllers that we don't use so I might as well start using them on the PC <laughs> buy a fresh Xbox 360 controller for Windows <laughs> yeah the, the, the sort of boxed ones like controller for Windows the mysteriously very slightly different ones yeah that were wired weren't they yep yeah. Although I've got a dongle and stuff like that, haven't I? So, yeah, but 
Who knows whether that dongle is even going to stay functional for that much longer? My one looks fine. Yeah. But it'd be nice if I could just do that one. Yeah, it works a lot better than the wireless headsets did. Those <laughs> things broke super fast. Someone just made a noise. Who made a noise? It was Dan. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was me. It was. No, there's no notifications. <laughs> Who made a noise? Anyway. Uh, no, so then to the games. Gears of War 4 occurred. Nothing up there. Uh, probably Gnome's iPad. Sat, sat in the back of this room. Uh, Gears of War 4 occurred with a slightly better demo than we saw before, but still not a great demo. Look, aim. <laughs> I mean, it looked a lot like Gears. Yeah, like Gears. Yeah. But that is also part of the problem, that mm. it's just not evolved in any way. It's no. the same game it was and always has been. Yeah. Terrible banter, as usual. Terrible yeah. banter. Except well, actually worse now. Actually worse, yeah. The banter from the original game was pretty great. It was pretty... It was so scripted and, and like... Like, like they were like, oh... It was like Nathan Drake level banter. <laughs> hey, that's not so bad in the new I, one. I don't think the coalition of that talented a team. <laughs> like, you know, obviously since they took the reins, it's like, what have we had? We've had that remastered edition that wasn't technically very good, apparently. Right. Like, even though it's just you're taking the original games and you're trying to upmaster their grasp of the tech didn't seem to work. And now this, it's not... I don't know, and you know they're saying they're like the swarm. It's a new bad guy, but they they look like the locust. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. I, I don't have faith in that, and also like all of the storytelling. You know, it, we, we, uh, again, we called it. It's all daddy complex stuff again. Yep, because there's Marcus suddenly. Yeah, looking old. Oh god, nothing about this. It seems to be playing in a fun direction. I don't know. And they also hilariously silent censored it. Because it was on TV. Oh, <laughs> yes. We better silence out this swearing, because yeah. not even a beef or anything. It's just suddenly no sound. Just cut. <laughs> Maybe that was, like, in the auditorium they played it or Probably. something, but, like, out to TV they had to duck it. Uh, yeah. But this was when they started... The one good bit of news that came out of the Gears 4 announcement was this is where they started introducing Xbox Anywhere. Or play not, anyway, not linked sorry. to the Gears of War thing, it's just that this had to be the first game on this their was list. The, really. This was the first thing on their list, and then they had to end what they were showing with available on uh, Xbox One and PC, and then went on to explain what they're doing with that. So they'd done that before, obviously, with the Gears of War remaster. What did they call it? Definitive Edition or something like that? Whatever mm. it was called. Um, they've obviously done this before and obviously Quantum Break came out recently on dual platforms but this was them basically saying no this is going to be a thing that we do all the time Uh, and they pretty much well I'm not sure they said it but they implied that all Microsoft first party titles are going to be available on both the Xbox and Windows 10 platforms with the added bonus that if you digitally buy any of them you get it will play on both Whoa, that's cool. That's a big deal. I can play Forza on my yeah. PC? Yes, As, yes. And we will come to that later. <laughs> Can't wait. They, they've finally done it. And it's like, like I thought they, I honestly believe they weren't going to go all in on this. I thought they were going to do like dribs and drabs here and there, yeah. games that they thought might work on PC. Halo, for instance. Mm. When Halo 6 comes around. Oh my God, on PC? That could now happen. It's freaking crazy. Although, although, as, as, I, as I sort of alluded to there, I'm not sure they went out of their way to say... I'm not sure they actually specifically said the words that Halo. all, all. first-party titles. No. But 
everything they showed, and this is everything we know about, spoiler alert, I guess, everything they showed during this show that was their title, that was a first-party title, is getting this. What's more, I saw this, I don't think this was in the show, and they probably wouldn't want to shout about it necessarily, but I I read that someone had asked them and they'd confirmed, I think, that it won't even just be on the Windows Store, it'll be on, like, Steam as well. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is insane, right? But that's them admitting that their UWP <laughs> plan is failing No, miserably. no, it's not admitting failure, is it? It's just... It fact, kind of is. Or is it, or is it just can... them being smart? I think it might be them being smart. It's kind of admitting failure because of the whole... Valve, Microsoft, gave new face-off situation <laughs> where they were all pissed off of each other. But then, they, but they surely will make claiming on Steam tricky, right? Like, how do you, how do they do that? Are they going to have to come up with some sort of integration behind the scenes? Well, yeah. How does the yeah. game, how does save syncing work in that scenario? Because that is something they claimed is going to be a big part of this as well. You know, it's cross-firing. Or transfiring. Transfiring, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but there, that's a good point, Zach. It, it actually, Microsoft are winning or have won that battle against Gabe Newell because Gabe was all like, Windows is getting anti-competitive to, to gaming and stuff. We're going to make Steam boxes work. We're going to make Linux work. And then everyone will be free of Microsoft. And that has totally not worked out. Well, the no. thing is that they basically, like, Gabe Newell had the much harder job. He oh, had sure. he had to make P, like new PCs, and Microsoft just had to make Steam. <laughs> like yeah. making a new Steam is much easier than making an entirely new physical S- box. Steam box was always going to be an uphill struggle, yeah. and but an admirable one. But it wasn't and it's even a little bit of a shame that they haven't managed to pull it off. But the right? thing is, Steambox, the hardware, where wasn't as wasn't important problem. as Steam OS. No, no, and, no. And Steam OS has not worked out. Um, yet, anyway. I don't think it's got much momentum in terms of for no. hardcore gamers running it on their PCs. There's, not, well, there's, st- there's still not enough games that actually support it. Like, of, it. of the actual, like, hardcore games that yeah. could probably make best use of it. So, I, f- I feel like Microsoft are kind of winning there, and, and if they are benevolent or whatever. I'm like, I don't think they're, uh, I mean, you say that, it is easier to make Steam than to make a whole, you know, hardware and all that, well, but and, it's and really they, hard to make Steam, even even so, like, yeah. Microsoft well, are going to fail to make Steam. I not necessarily mean, well, like, they already have it, as good as Steam, I meant another version, like Origin. Right, Origin. <laughs> yeah. You could argue Microsoft already have it, right? UWP combined yeah. with Xbox Live is Steam. Yeah, um, that's right. true. But the fact that they'll they'll let things onto Steam as well is rather than try and yeah, do an do an EA. Let's, well, but then that's, that's still rumour. Yeah, that does. Yeah. and that also depends like how it works because it could be like Ubisoft where you when you launch an Ubisoft game through Steam, it just opens fucking you play you play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it probably yeah, will yeah. be like that. Well, to be fair, that's what the freaking old Windows thing did. What was it called? Yeah, you buy on Steam and it would just launch. Well, GFAL ran inside the game. Yeah, because it was really just like an overlay. It wasn't like yeah. a separate store or anything. Man. I mean, it had a store, but you had to go to the website. Yeah. Well, there was a standalone client, wasn't there? You could pull up the games for Windows client at one point. Yeah. Outside of games. But yeah, that was that was subtly different. It was that thing. I heard it again. Why does it do it? Oh, it's me. Flicking around. Flick the switch. Flick the switch. Uh, yeah, so that's a big deal. I'm sort of... Does it have a switch? Do the iPad Pros have a silent switch now? Yeah, it must do. No, it doesn't look like it does. <laughs> I've never used it, so... <laughs> I guess you just have to turn the ringer down. Yeah, I guess so. Weird. However, that's working. That doesn't seem to be <laughs> What? It's at the bottom. 
<laughs> what? Oh, weird. It's already at minimum. All the like, iPad Pros. <laughs> We're still learning. Did your Does your iPad have a switch? My, on? my like, iPad is like a silent switch. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have one. Doesn't, weird. No, they changed that at some point. Oh, strange. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's and okay. So more they and then off the back of all this, they then said, "Oh, and we're also doubling down on crossplay. So Gears is going to work crossplay on PC and Xbox across all modes, which will be mysterious. The old controller versus mouse and keyboard situation. Yeah, I guess it's less important than Gears, but it might still have a Twitch benefit to being mouse and keyboard, but." Yeah, that's the thing. But at least it means campaign could be playable cross-platform. Like, you know, Zach and I, I could be playing on an Xbox, Zach could be playing on the PC. Theoretically, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so then, slight segue, they were like, hey, do you remember General Ram from the first game? Virtually not, not at all. Well. <laughs> well, he's in Killer Instinct now. Not, no surprise, we knew he was already coming. I don't even know they'd officially announced him as being in, but everyone knew he was coming. So, and actually the trailer they had for him in the game was pretty bad. Yep, it really was. Didn't show anything of his actual gameplay. No. Unless you count well, the, potentially the, one move the and a, like, a deflection technique. Well, the throw, I think. His knife stab throw, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, uh, which is, actually, that's quite a good callback to that seen in the first game. I mean, but... logically, from what they showed, I would assume that his special thing is like the Krill are going to absorb something. It's going to be like a shield. Oh, maybe. Because it yeah. absorbs the that Hadouken attack, basically, mm. doesn't it? While he was charging. Yeah. But then that could be, there have been characters in the game that, like, when you're doing a specific move, you gain one hit of shield. So, sure. so you've got to hit them twice to stumble them out of their attack. So that's that's a mechanic that's already in the game, and that might be tied to a uh, a shadow version of a move, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I still like Killer Instinct. I still think it's great. But, yeah, they didn't really give any clues as to how Ram actually plays. It was, and it was somewhat badly presented. Um, so then we got to Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon 3! In Australia this time. Yep. I mean, it looks like Forza... I guess my only problem with this is... It looks a lot like Forza Horizon, like just more of the same. They've now got dirt cars, I guess, and buggies and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so driving off road can make some kind of sense, rather yeah. than in a sports car, rather than driving a Lamborghini down on the beach, which, they, they, which they still did. Yeah. They did that anyway. Yeah, uh, but it is getting a PC version. Sweet, and we all support. So yay! <laughs> well. And, you know, that depends on what exactly they term wheels forward. Because you well, the guy was apparently playing with, like, they had a guy on stage playing with a wheel of some kind. Yeah, but that's why on we, a PC. Because you remember how much of a giant cool. problem it was in Dirt when they were like, we have to go onto the forums and make a poll and have people tell us what wheels they have so we can actually specifically yeah. build support for each of these individual types of wheels. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I get my new machine, I still have to go back and test whether my sidewinder. It still, still works. Yeah, it's like it. The, the hardware itself still works, but I think they may have screwed something up in the Windows 10 driver layer that makes it not work so well anymore. Yeah, I might play that on PC. Yeah, I mean, in the absence of, I, I mean, I haven't tried Apex. burnout or anything good. Yeah, I haven't tried the Apex thing yet, which was obviously their tech experiment, which doesn't support wheels, by the way. But you can still, 
pick up a controller and play it and play it up to 4K on a PC. And it's free. So, you know, might as well give it a go. See what you think of Forza on a PC. I've got it installed. I just haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's, that's a thing. But that's Forza Forza rather that's than Forza, Horizon. That's Forza Forza. Yeah. Also, I guess Forza Horizon 2, lest we forget, ran at 30 frames per second last time out. Yeah. So if they, if they follow their their current trajectory, then there's a good chance that will be true this time around as well on Xbox. On oh, Xbox. But on PC, not a problem. Well, maybe, unless they lock it. Which, and everyone will hate them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they can't afford to do that. Um, uh, out September 27th this year. And their trailer had another goddamn covers. Fuck goddamn. Of course it did. Yeah. They always had. They need to stop fucking... doing that. Why? Because everyone does it, and it's can't, well yeah. overdone. Well, can't they have just used an original? Like, Forza is the sort of game where they could have just picked any current <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, they could have had a normal song. They could have just had some drum bass, you know. Anything. Anything would have done. I mean, who started that cover song thing? It was freaking John Lewis Christmas adverts five years ago that started that cover yeah, song probably. thing. I mean, it's got to be older than that, surely. Yeah, but you know what it's I mean. Years of War One, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah actually. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. If we're being totally accurate. Thank you. Um, I guess that was a cover, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a very cover. <laughs> it's a very cover. So covery. That's a um, cover that's like... That's a cover on a level of, like, um, all along the Watchtower or... or oh, boy. Nothing yeah. compares to you or... or um, 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 no, but wait, which Watchtower cover are you thinking of? Because like, I can only think of the Ed Sheeran and... No, I'm saying... Which was bad. Jimi Hendrix. Right, yeah. I'm saying it's a like, cover. In that you shouldn't cover it, or... No, in that in the, the cover is more much more famous than the original. Oh, of course, yeah, Watchtower itself was it's a cover. a Dylan song. Yeah, And Nothing Compares to You is a Prince song. Yeah. And um, What's the Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, is a... That's um, a cover? That's yeah, a... Um, it's a much older song. That's um, Dolly Parton song. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. Not that one, anyway. I did remember about the Hendrix one eventually, <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Anyway. So my note, I think, is autocorrected on the next one. That you might need to help me. Yeah. Because mine says, record, still coming. <laughs> Recall. Recall. Okay, no. <laughs> What else was that going to be? Well, I don't know. I didn't know if it came out elsewhere in my notes, and I didn't scroll, scan down fast enough. Um, not not a great trailer. No, I'm still sort of interested in that game. That first trailer was good. Yeah, well, grappling hook robot thing. Yeah, um, it's just a grappling hook. It's just the robot is always inconsequential. It's just like an animation. Yeah, it just teleports in front of where the grappling hook goes. It looked all right. It's like that, that you know, just as a way of spicing up how that works. Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mechanic to travel around the world. Presumably, yeah. like one of the you know that will be a puzzle. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't enough gameplay footage in it still for a game that's supposed to be coming out this year, yeah. and that that they did show looked a little generic and like what what are you doing? What's this game about? Yeah, it's just like fly around and shoot, shoot some robots yeah. occasionally. Their their reveal was way better. Um, well, except that showed you less of the game. Oh yeah, no, it showed you nothing of the game, but the concept at least seemed a little more appealing then. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Don't know how that's going to come out. I like the, like the song they picked for the trailer, but was it the cover? Not sure. About that. No, I don't think it was. No, I don't think so. No, uh, I didn't recognise it, and therefore probably not. No, not that I know much about fucking music, but I can usually <laughs> recognise covers for some reason. 
I know enough. To know I can tell you didn't write that. Yeah. Somebody else did that first. <laughs> Actually, that's probably true 95% of the time in music these days. Sure. Pop music, anyway. Mm. Uh, do you want to see the worst Final Fantasy 15 demo that there's been so far? Jesus Christ, it was terrible. Oh, man, that didn't work at all. The only um, thing I've seen is the car. Is that <laughs> right? That's not in this demo. Oh. No, there was some. There was a bot tight. What they called it, the Titan encounter. Like yep. a really big you boss. Fight a big, big ass enemy. And I, I sort of assumed, oh wait, they're going to go a bit Shadows of the Colossus on this yep. or God of War. And then there's going to be some climbing of it. And no, nope. I mean he does. I, I don't. I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't work out if he was just being bad at it and he couldn't do the things that he was trying to demo, like the warp attack or yeah, something. Because he does it like um, once for a moment. He like yeah. teleports onto it and it's like, oh, here comes the climbing sequence. But then he just like falls off and never actually manages to trigger it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then seems to get hit a lot. And yeah. then after a while, it looked like the game was just doing what most of these can demos do, that it's like, crap, I've got to hit a cue in time with the music, and, yeah, the, game, just... and the game just basically helped him out. <laughs> like, he's going to die now. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff, the stuff's going to happen, and the music's going to come to a crescendo. It was a bad demo. Yeah, it really was. I still have high hopes for that game. I think it's doing a lot of good things, but that, no, that was not a good demonstration. And, you know, it didn't show any of how you actually play that game again apart from that one button prompt for like the wolf attack it's yeah. like what else is he what actually is he, doing he's just sort of or what is he meant to be doing I think there were some moments where you, you couldn't really see it but I think he was throwing fire into the distance right. occasionally yeah but that could have been auto that could yeah. have been just like the 5 fantasy 13 auto attacks at that point or his teammates I'm yeah. not, I'm not 100% sure uh, yeah that was a, it was a poor demo but I like the cut of where that game is going. We'll just have to see how it ends up. Um, uh, some crappy division news. Yep, talk some more about division. It's just like they, it was weird because they like announced a different DLC from the one that was announced in the Ubisoft one later. Like there's actually sort of, two. Yeah. <laughs> there is actually two. So this was them doing. They, they were adding basically a random mode to the game, randomly generated missions based on for grinding, based in the underground for grinding. Uh, and it's coming didn't they say it's coming to the Xbox early is that why it's here yeah um, yeah not interesting at all nope. um, Battlefield 1 they didn't have anything more to say so they just showed that bloody trailer again <laughs> Battlefield 1 also otherwise known as Battle 1 apparently Battle 1 he kept saying Battle 1 <laughs> He okay. said it like three times when he meant to say Battlefield 1. And I was, everyone was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Apparently now it's just called Battle 1. <laughs> it's just going to get short, shorter and shorter, so it's Bat 1. Yep, exactly. Bat 1. <laughs> just start calling it BF1. Baton. Just B1. Battlefield own. Battle. Buffone. Buffone. I like that. Buffone. Some good buffonery going on. <laughs> Uh, and a quick plug for EA Access and the fact that it's only on Xbox and that it's got a week of free trials or something. Yeah. Uh, which will have expired by the time you hear this. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, the, and then here's time for the classic network and services update. Yep, that, back in. Time, which they didn't spend a lot of time on this time, but you know, they always have to do it. It seems like, like, we've expanded the cloud or something. But, you know, this year they didn't really, this year is mostly informative stuff so hey they're they're adding Cortana to the dash um, background music is coming back like the older Xbox 360 feature is returning at last seriously yep which will make 
playing games like Forza way more bearable because okay. that once the soundtrack gets boring, like you just want to be able to put on some tunes, right? Yes. That's how I played all of like Project Gotham. Oh, totally. Three, just put custom soundtracks on. Project <laughs> Gotham One. Jeez. I think. Yeah. Even actually. Yeah. I don't know. I think I even did that for Burnout, like the 360 version. But of course, just stick, stick you tunes know, on. It's not actually custom soundtracks. It's just a background player. It won't, that's all it it was won't be triggered by the game. But that's all it was on the 360. In, in, yeah, not in the older one. In the original no, 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 Xbox, original one, it was triggered by the game. Yeah, the original yeah, one was freaking awesome. I mean, there are some games on the 360 that really tried their hardest to be like, we can do stuff with the with the background player, but they didn't work. Didn't work. Because the API wasn't there or whatever. I was it the so well. every extend extra extreme tried to make it so you could sync it, sync it to a track playing on the background player? He said it just didn't work at all. God damn it, that would be cool. You know. It depends. Well, we don't know how far they'll go with it. Like, presumably, they'll just do the 360 thing this time. It'll just be a snapback. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. A snap app. Uh, And uh, what else did they add? They're adding clubs, basically clans. Yep. Um, Well, or basically... Steam um, groups. Or... or, um, the Miiverse, basically. <laughs> it's a game-based group that you can post dumb shit to. I guess. Yeah. So to, to expand their social thing might be useful for some people, maybe. Not me. Um, and the other big thing is they're adding looking for group. Like, as a way of being able to broadcast on the service, hey, always, I need a co-op team. I've always known as Troll Enable Engine. <laughs> 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 Just open yourself up for terrible shit to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's an that could be an okay idea if you want to engage with the co-op stuff, but you're the only person in your friend group that actually has the console. Seems plausible. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can we do? I want to see what this is like co-op. I'm gonna throw up a DLFG and then trolls and then trolls. <laughs> don't do it in the division. No, exactly. You'll get ganked immediately. Yep. Don't go into the dark zone with any LFGs. <laughs> no, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Uh, and it'll be part of the core service so in theory available everywhere because um, they already it's like they had beacons that no one cared about <laughs> and it's like this is just better what were beacons? beacons was like looking for group but only for your friends list you oh, could send off sure. a beacon that was like I'm going to play this game now why don't you come and join me and oh, then yeah, no one cared <laughs> like the, instead of inviting people it was basically like an open invite right yeah. come join if you want which is itself kind of a cool, like, cool idea but I just don't have that many Xbox playing people I know anymore yeah. where that's relevant. Um, uh, what else we got? Oh, and the, the other thing they're adding to the Xbox Live platform is eSports support. The, it's like, weirdly they're calling sort of, the Xbox Arena. It's like it weirdly crosses over with the EA one. Oh, very much so. It's like, yeah. that, like strange. Well, I wonder if the EA games on Xbox are effectively using... They're probably not. But they could use the Xbox Arena to sort of broadcast themselves, I don't know. Well, it's because, like, in this part of the presentation, EA came and talked about it, and it's like, this is weird. Like, they were talking about one of the football things, I think. I think it might have been Madden, wasn't it, again? I don't know. I don't remember, really. But yeah, it's like, that seems really weird that EA actually earlier in their conference announced their eSports background, back-end thing, and now Microsoft are doing it as well. But apparently EA are okay with that. (laughs) 
EA probably just don't have to use it, right? That's all it. Maybe. You know, Microsoft will offer it as part of their service, presumably for Halo. And then it's up to EA <coughs> whether they use it or not. Um, so, Minecraft time. Yep. Gotta have a bit of Minecraft. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Microsoft gotta try and sell it. Um, so it seems like they're still pushing really hard on the other versions of Minecraft as opposed to, like, I guess you'd call the original version. Well, it's because they're, they're trying to push the Windows 10 version, which is the mobile version, which is the version which doesn't have all the features yet. They want to replace so They're still trying Minecraft. to desperately get all the features that are in old Minecraft into the... Yeah. <laughs> into the one that's not written in Java and actually yeah. works. I mean, yeah, so they were sort of saying that it's getting the big update to presumably bring it a little bit more up to speed of what's happening in the other one. They'll but... never get all the way to parity before switching. No, They'll have to, not. like... I don't know. Um, they were saying that it's getting that, that it's going to go cross-play across all of the different mobile well, across, versions. Yeah, across those four... Windows 10, Android, iPad... Uh, and the new upcoming VR version for Gear. Yep. So then they got John, John Carmack out to show this. <laughs> for some reason. Because, hey, I work for Oculus. Fair Oculus enough. Oculus make Gear VR. That'll be a quite accessible VR versus most. Yeah. yeah. That'd, Minecraft that'd is a very accessible game. And it makes sense. Kids are going to be on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they also introduced the concept of... Uh, cloud-hosted pro- uh, servers called Realms. Yeah, which already existed in the uh, other version yeah. for ages. Is that a paid-for thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You like buy time on to, for it to host the server. Right, so not not as cool as... That would have been great if they had just opened that up and been all like, well, we can run this as a cloud service for free for Minecraft users. Or just but... allow you to run your own servers at this point. I mean. Well, yeah. But no, they need to make money off it. And they also sort of said, kinda... That mods will come to these versions too. Yes, kind of. In the same way as like the Skyrim thing, where it's like, how much. It won't be the same at all. I mean, obviously, it's not even the same mods because this is the other version of Minecraft. Yeah, there's no. There's there's no. no, None of the classic build craft and all that lot. There's no scripting parity at all, so it's not going to be possible to just port them, I guess. I guess. And they, 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 and they sort of had to subtly skate over the fact that the console versions are going to get all the updates slightly slower than the mobile versions. <laughs> the mobile versions are getting them all like right now and stuff, but the console versions are lagging behind. And they meant all the console versions. Like, say, the 360 version, the Bone version, the well, PS4 version. You mean those Those are different updates, though, again. Those are updates towards parity with the old PC version rather than these other four versions that are updating towards whatever they're working towards. I think they were trying to say that all those versions, because they're all, they all, that none of them are the Java version, right? They're all kind of the same. No, but like, the consoleized version. The, of the older console versions are still have still been following more of a direct path towards where the PC version is, rather than the mobile versions, which are taking a slightly different route. Yeah. Like there's stuff in the mobile version that isn't in the console version. That you know, it's not those two sets aren't in parity either compared okay. to the PC version as well. <laughs> They're always just like three different versions, almost. It sounds yeah. like they want to try and get all the console versions and the mobile versions together at least. Sure, but I mean, the, and the Windows Ten version. I doubt there's, I doubt there's ever going to be crossplay between the old console and the new console version. Oh no, you'd hit. Yeah, that would. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Because, yeah, the old consoles just aren't cross-play happy, are they? Well, I mean, apart from the, that, I mean, I don't think those versions are ever going to meet up well enough to be able to allow it. Maybe not. But now the Bone and the PS4 are happy. 
like you know, there's more chance there than there is anywhere else. Maybe not the Wii U version. <laughs> yeah, again, but, another weird spin-off version. Yeah. Uh, and then an utterly baffling trailer for Inside that I think we may have seen before. Well, I don't think it even um, showed as much as the previous trailer no, they showed of that game. It's, it's made by the Limbo guys. Uh, it's coming out in about a week. Yep. Um, two weeks. Uh, I mean, everyone who's seen it, seen more of it, seems to be somewhat raving about it, saying, oh, this is great. you got to check this out. But... As a consumer, I know nothing. Yep, because I didn't show you. Nope, just an office with some people in it and then a mysterious window. That's it. That's all we know. Oh, and but you know, if you want Limbo now, Limbo is free. Go get Limbo. Cool. Um. Uh, which led conveniently into the idea Xbox section, which. Okay, I've got to be honest, my notes are terrible here because they basically showed a very fast montage of everything that's happening. Yeah, I didn't take any notes um, about it, really. They showed some Cuphead, there were some Bloodstained, there was Ukulele, uh, I think Below made a very quick yep. appearance on it. There was some other stuff that I hadn't seen before and didn't catch the name of. There's some stuff happening. But basically, all I really want to see is Cuphead and Below come out. Come on. Mm-hmm. And maybe Ukulele and Bloodstain did look a lot like a Castlevania I mean, game. Just so, yeah. Ukulele on PC, I mean, come on. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, and then they wanted to end with saying, hey, we're getting, the, you know, that Ark survival game <laughs> is doing really well. We're sort of doing stuff with it. I'm not really sure what they said there. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I don't know, because I, I didn't look it up, but, I, you know, that might have just been a patch that is also happening on the PC version for all we know. Oh, it was just the Redwood patch they were talking about, because that's a new area that's coming to all the versions. And but... some kind of giant dinosaur, as you would expect. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we saw what well, I guess is another sort of indie title. I don't know if it's yeah, being supported kind of. by Idea Xbox or if it's just Microsoft supporting them full on. But uh, And I'd heard of this game before, but I hadn't really been paying attention. Saw it last year. Yeah, I hadn't really been paying attention to it, but they did a, what was, I think, was a really awesome trailer for We Happy Few. So what is We Happy Few? So, I don't know what it is as a game. It's some sort of like walk-around first-person adventure game of some kind. But the setting is what's the creepy part about it, right? You're in a society where everyone is drugged up all the time. They're taking a pill called Joy. Like Soma the- in, um, uh, uh, what's it? What's the oldest Huxley one? Brave New World. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little bit like that to keep them all on and it seems to be a little bit or, or actually quite a lot like the drug they take in Haze um, which makes <laughs> the Haze Haze the Haze Haze yeah um, the Nectar I think they call it I forgot <laughs> about that stupid game yeah where you know one side is drugged out the entire time so they don't see the horrors of war and think everything they're doing is like some noble quest and that kind of stuff and that everything's great Joy seems to have that sort of effect where what the what you're seeing is way better than what you're actually doing, that kind of thing. So the trailer has this guy, I think, stumbling upon a bit of his own history or something that causes a repressed memory to kick off. And so as a result of that, he doesn't take his joy. It seemed weird. That- and then he starts seeing how the world really is. <laughs> well, it seemed weird that, that, that it presented the not taking the joy as a choice, mm. even though that seems to be the crux of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, is it just like an yeah, instant fail if you do? Yeah, what <laughs> happens like if, the game just ends? Does the whole game play, or does that sequence repeat? Like, it just goes to the next day or something. Yeah, maybe. That did seem kind of weird. 
but yeah, there's the, that sequence with the piñata where it turns it like, oh, we're playing piñata. Go on, why don't you have a go? We're and playing then, a really squishy piñata, really obviously. Yeah, it kind of then, gave then, away the twist a little bit, but <laughs> it's still cool. That, you know, also, I thought it was going to be much worse than it was. Oh, sure, that it's just a rat. It's or just something. a dead rat. It's just yeah. like, well, that's not. It could have been like a dog or something. I mean, come on, turn it off of it. And then they're shoveling a, a recently splattered dead rat's remains into their face, and it's yeah. and then, and then they realise what's going on because you're there being kind of disgusted, kind and then it's cute. like it's like you haven't been taking your joy. Security, we've got a downer. Yeah. And it's like, oh. I'm, I'm, something about this game take my boxes it's like this looks cool except it's not gonna be it's gonna be from what I hear it's just like it's a probably a semi-randomly generated stealth game right so maybe not actually cool at all no rather than if it was a story driven adventure game I'd be all on it because what they've shown so far looks cool there was was a real good trailer or demo or whatever you want to call it it was it it looked looked awesome the trouble is that like it has this concept, but there's like there's not. You can only do that do that like joke once. Well, not that it's a joke. You I can guess, only do yeah. the thing where it's like, oh, he's not on his drugs, so he sees the bad things, and it's like you do that once, but then if you keep doing it over and over, it's he's, it's all it just becomes like he has to pretend not to react to things. It's like that's not really that interesting after a while. It depends if there becomes ways of manipulating what people see, right? So if they so if they see something as being good, can you use that to advantage? to do something bad for yeah, you. Yeah, I guess. But then um, that turns into, I mean, you know, games that have done that as well, I guess, at a certain point. It depends a, how everyone see, like, why did they all see it as a, why did everyone see it as a pinata? Like, why did they all see it as the same thing? Is there some kind of behavioural aspect to it or psychological aspect to it, you know? Yeah. There could be some neat stuff in there. Maybe. Could be. It's a big could. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. That card game from The Witcher's getting a spin-off. Well, it's becoming a It's becoming game. its own game. It's still called Gwent, and it's becoming mechanically more dense, and they, they really want that Hearthstone money. Play some Gwent. Yeah, another one. Yep. Did it look better than Elder Scrolls, the card game? Subtly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a different game. Like, the Elder Scrolls game looked like Hearthstone in terms of how it plays. You have creatures, you fight a dude. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. This looks like a very different. I don't I haven't played Witcher and I haven't played any Gwent in it, but it looks like a wildly different game, right? Um, so yeah, sure, why not? It looks fine. It looks like a card game. I mean, again, it has that problem of it doesn't show very well, <laughs> and because it's and a card the camera game, keeps cutting away from the screen, so you can't even see, can't what see what's showing. going on. Yeah, because they wanted to show the guy talking about it. Um, but for people who know how Gwent already works, I'm sure that's a big deal. Um. <laughs> so then they started showing what I immediately thought was, "Oh my gosh, this is actually happening!" No, like Tekken Cross Street Fighter. They've got Akuma and Heihachi having a fight, and it looks like Tekken style animation. Oh wow, this is, this is oh no wait, it's Tekken Seven. Akuma's just a guest character. Yep. I thought there was a Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. No, Street, no, Fighter, Street Tekken. Fighter Cross Tekken happened, and I then they, they promised to make they, the other one, yeah. and then they didn't. They yeah. didn't. No. And, and this was such a, oh, like that's such a tease, right? It's like, holy crap, this is actually happening. Nah, it's just Tekken Seven. Yeah, that's mean. It's a little bit mean, but it was um, in Microsoft, so they don't care. Yeah, well, sure. Um, the only reason Tekken Seven were showing at the Microsoft conference was to say, hey, we've now got Tekken Tag Tournament Two on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty backwards compatibility. 
And guess what? It's free! Go grab it. So I did. So you did. So I've gone and grabbed that game. I see. It's, it's a Tekken game. <laughs> it's it's Tekken as hell. Um, it's got an alliterative name, so that's always good. Tekken Tag Tournament too. Exactly. All the T's. Uh, yeah, so it's it's getting a story mode was basically the takeaway from this. They're doing they're they're doing one of those fighting games, Mortal Kombat, I guess, style yeah. story modes for Tekken. That's fine. Those things work. Good on you. Do that shit. Uh, Dead Rising Four is back. <laughs> Dead, Rising, Dead Rising is back with his fourth edition. Yeah, I guess. And um, goddamn, what's his face again? And Frank West is back yeah. with photos. Well, maybe <laughs> with a camera at least. With a camera, yeah. They've, they looks like they've gone back to the more jovial Dead Rising after Dead Rising Three was a bit too brown. Bit too, bit too next gen. Yep. Yeah, next gen filter. Uh, back to that, which seems to seems to have been going down. This leaked ahead of the show. Well, makes by sense. the way, we knew yeah. that we knew it was coming, but. Um, yeah, it was a fun trailer. It was an enjoyable time. Uh, and then they showed the, the Scalebound co-op demo, which I made you watch earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the best. Again, it's not the best at time that game has shown. But I like what they're going for. I like its style. Yeah, it looks like it has potential. Yeah. It looks like Platinum's A team is what I would like. It, and I'm always excited about what their A team get up to. What was their last game, Bennett, too? Uh, I, I guess, yeah. That was probably the last A-quality game they made. Because since then, what, they've had that Transformers game, they've had Star Fox. Mm. Oh, yeah, Star Fox. They've had that Turtles game. Yeah. I, I, they must have several B-teams now, right? Probably. And C-teams. Platinum <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, put out a lot of stuff nowadays. But this looks like... This feels like the Platinum people care about making a game and it looks good the only note I wrote about Scalebound which I can't tell whether I was being sarcastic or not or whether this was related to the game or the crowd because all I wrote was sounds like enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not even sure what I was referencing there sounds like enthusiasm yeah I don't know, I'm still excited for that game um, still coming out next year I think they said not this year but uh because it was originally supposed to be out this year and yeah. got delayed, so they didn't really sort of say any more than that. But you know, I like what they're doing. Especially if it has like panzery dry dragon flying sections and stuff like that. Come on, I'm in, I'm in. Uh, and then we had a brief, uh, like multiplayer demo ish thing or experience playback <laughs> of Sea of Thieves, Rares Pirate RPG MMO with a. Uh... Trying as hardest as possible not to be too cringy. Well, um, they got YouTubers, I think, to do it. Which was sort of works. Sort of works, because I guess these guys do it for a living, therefore it should be bearable. It was at least bearable. Like, it wasn't fake. No. Or at least not obviously fake. No. no. (laughs) It may have been fake. Apart from maybe the team that all got drunk before starting. That was quite funny. Oh, that's a it's like we're, we're pirates. Let's go have some rum before we set sail. And they were all got the, you know, the game started doing the classic drunk thing while they while they were doing it. It's like, oh crap, there's a ship coming. It's all our drunk ass to see. Yeah. Um. I can I can see what they're going for. There's like it kind of is it Guns of Icarus or something? Yeah, the blimp, the blimp thing. One, yeah. It seems like they're going for that kind of co-op experience. 
Um, how that works out as an RPG or as an MMO is a little unclear at this point. Like, do you just get into random ship fights and is that the entire game? Well, that's like, the big problem with it being, like, multi- I'm not entirely sure it's even an MMO. I mean, they've been showing yeah. 12, I guess, three teams of four, and that could be it for all we know, particularly, but... But then why have them just hanging out? Well, yeah, and it's like, what is what is the open world part of this? Because yeah. it's clearly meant to... It's not just ship combat. They've shown land. Yeah. There's reasons it's to go there and, and loot shit. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, what is the actual other half of this game? And, like, how annoying is PvP? Is yeah. it going to be something that you're always going to be... Is it going to be like Dark Souls, where people can just turn up at any time and fight you off your shit? <laughs> I think so. But that's not good. I think that's pirating. Yeah, but that's not... I mean, you know, if it were if it were an MMO, theoretically, if there were more than twelve people, if there was just a big open world with lots of people in, that's just going to lead to like density problems. <laughs> it's like three like, ships fighting. That's fine. More than three, you might start running into problems. Sure. Presumably, they they would have to smartly instance that stuff, right? And yeah, but how do you instance open water? <laughs> do you just sail to a point and then just disappear? It's not so bad. You just need the servers to know how many players are in the rough vicinity and then get assigned to somewhere where there's only a certain number of players about. You know, it's doable. It's fine. You can do that dynamically. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not convinced it actually isn't in MMO, so. Yeah, we, we really don't know still what that game even is or how it's going to play out long term. But I like the tone. It, sure. It, it I don't think we saw a lot of it in its previous showings, but this felt the most rare, maybe, view of it that we've seen. How rare. Yeah, most rare. Um, it looked okay. But it's going it, to... I mean, we probably won't play it because of the simple fact that it seems to be entirely dependent on, you know, needing Multiple. a crew. Yeah. Um, uh, but at least it'll be on PC. <laughs> Like every other first party title they do. Um, Rare games on PC. I know. It's going to happen. Has that ever happened before? No. I don't think it has. Mm. Oh, oh, no, wait. Yes, it has. Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata. Got a PC version. Yeah. Uh, Can you get that on Steve? No, but I have a copy. Love. <laughs> okay. The first Viva Pinata game. Sweet. We'd plan to do a video at some point. Yeah, or maybe a series when you get the V. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the v. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, State of Decay two. That silence is appropriate. <laughs> it just seems like the new version of that game. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Multiplayer focused that game. I don't like think it's zombie survival. I don't think it was multiplayer. I think it was like you have AI that follows you right like you can form teams that go out with you and then like they have skills and stuff I, I remember it looking mighty janky I don't really know much about it no <laughs> that's why I have nothing to add really no it just looked like a zombie game yep that was another thing there was far too much of in this E3 well, that's, that's the well, that's the second so far yep that's the second zombie game so what, far what zombies yep mm. they're, they're still a thing apparently um so yeah, so that's the second second zombie game so far. Uh, Halo Wars 2. Still in development. Out February 21st next year. Creative Assembly. Creative Assembly are making it, yeah. Um, I think we knew that already. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Yeah, you know, Windows 10 and PC. We knew that already. This was the first game that they basically said was getting a release on. So who are the baddies in this? They're like brutes. It's it's an offshoot of the Covenant. Of the Covenant, yeah, that is led by a particularly brutal brute. (laughs) And they're a bunch of brutes, mostly. Mostly. But there are elites, and there are... Oh, there are? They're they're about, yeah. They're just led by brutes. And it's set on some kind of forerunner installation. Yeah. They called it the Ark, and I'm like... We already had the Ark. That was my thing. We yeah. went to the Ark. Well, maybe there was st- other stuff might have been happening on the Ark at the time. I guess, but they didn't say like they didn't say it like it was a reference to that Ark. They said mm. it was like a new thing. <laughs> like you fight yeah, on this installation right. of the Ark. I, I don't think it, it can't be the same Ark, right? It can't be. I don't think they'll have forgotten the main setting of the end <laughs> of Halo Three. So, no. Yeah, no. it can't be the same Ark. It just seemed really weird. That is odd. Yeah. If that was true, I didn't, yeah. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. But if that's accurate, uh, and I've also been running a week long beta that I thought about trying, but then I thought, well, it's running on the Xbox. That's quite. Buggy you don't want to play it on the Xbox when you can I'm now not, play it on the PC. I'm not even if there's an all units button. <laughs> no. I'm, not, I'm not sure if I really want to. There's got to be an all units button. Hopefully, oh, there's still yes. an all units button on the PC version as well. Yeah, don't want to miss out. And hopefully, there's still the, the sound effect as well. All <laughs> units. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, and then they had to end on some kind of bomb. So here it comes. Well, they, they had a quick sum up of literally everything that had just happened first, yeah. which well, is weird. You know, they had most shows end that way, right? Let's have a quick wrap up of what's going on. But it was now like, let's talk about the, the real ending of the show. Yeah. It was kind of a very, like, specific, like, saying what they just said. Yeah. It wasn't just like it a well, sizzle reel. It wasn't a montage. Yeah. yeah. I like that phrase, sizzle reel. Yep, sizzle reel. It's even better when there's actually something sizzling. Like, it's like a sizzle reel for a cookery show or something. Yeah. That's, that's the best. It's a sizzling sizzle reel. Um, Scorpio. Yep. Scorpio! The rumours about Project Scorpio and it being a new, more powerful Xbox. Totally accurate, as it turns out. <laughs> Not surprising at all. Well, no, given that Microsoft had Quite at least... Surprising. Well, given that Microsoft had been out there before saying we want to make the Xbox more of a platform, we're looking at we, we, you know, this isn't we're not ruling out the possibility of making a new iteration of the Xbox. You're right, not surprising. Given that Neo is coming, Microsoft had to respond, I guess, to 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 or basically put something out there. But they've obviously say, been thinking about this for ages. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So this is like the the exact like. Uh, the the ultimate uh, three sixty or one no one eighty yeah. what's it friggin one eighty versus <laughs> the original plan of the Xbox One yeah, right, yeah isn't yeah. it well this was good well yeah it just consolidates it even further right the yeah. Xbox One is supposed to be your one thing that you need to run your media center oh except we're stepping back from TV a little bit and we're stepping back from connect and we're stepping back from this that and the other we're making it a games machine again so here's a games machine a Which really is... quite powerful games machine it's, it's, six it's... teraflops six... of course well, whatever was... the fuck that means as always so that actually gives us some comparative values yeah, it that does. i haven't got in front of me unfortunately it's pretty but powerful it is, that's quite that's the jump that's quite the jump over the neo I yeah think that... 
gives you that much information. It's a well, pretty decent PC, which makes it quite expensive, obviously, it, yeah. whatever it is. And also, here's the thing. 6 teraflops is the, is the exact same power of the new NVIDIA 1070. Yes, the brand new card, which is the Switch Which makes us think that that's the card they're just putting in this thing. But that, car, that card costs 350 quid on its own. On its own. But don't forget, this isn't coming out now. This is coming out a good year and a half away. Right. They basically said this is coming out some like holiday season of 2017. It's a f- it's very odd because they're saying things like okay, this will allow full 4K gaming. Yeah. And then they're saying but don't worry all your old games uh, or all games will have to be compatible with the original They're doing Xbox the, they're one. doing the Neo thing and that the games are still going to have to support the Xbox just fine as well. But they're saying funny things like if you've got a 1080p TV like a Santa TV, you won't get any benefit at all. Like games won't run better on the new one. Of course oh, no, they no, 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 they've, no, they've uh, no, they've actually. Uh, they might have. I don't know where you heard that, but they've gone mm. back and said that. Yeah, you know, you know what? Previous games that weren't designed with this in mind, Will like Halo better. Five, might run. But will probably run better on Scorpio. Mm. So the reason why they brought up Halo Five is because Halo Five does that dynamic resolution scaling thing. Hmm. So it's all the time it's figuring out how it's running. So instead they'll just, just run at 1080. It, yeah, because the new console would just do that, right? It would have enough power. The, the, there would never be any reason for it to render slowly, so Definitely it would just run at full 1080 all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're saying that like games that utilize techniques like that will just get an immediate benefit, um, was what I heard. So that right. I, I, I don't think there's going to be any sort of like gating in that way, because that, that sounds nuts. Um, but maybe, but maybe to some degree you're right. Maybe that's one way they can mandate to say, like, hey, if you're running it, the big thing about this console is that it will run at 4K. But then that flies in the face of what the devs were saying, right? All those devs were then coming out saying, no, this lets us do what we want to do on the console platform. Yeah. Um, it's all it's all very weird. It's a, incredibly weird. Because at this point, like, um, you could just buy a 1070, stick it in your PC if you have one, and then you can play all these first-party Microsoft well, games. Well, you could in two and a half weeks' time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in two and a half weeks, but that's mm. not a one and a half years, is it? No, no. I mean, that's quite a big... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it's, Xbox is becoming a sort of platform rather than a console. Which I think is, for Microsoft, I think that's the right play. Mm. Like, they... It's it's a little of a it's a slightly extreme play you could argue yeah, that, you know it's an extreme reaction to them going crap have we lost the console space yeah that's, after that's capturing it so so well magnificently well yeah, with, with the 360, 360 yeah like this time they're coming in saying okay obviously they think it's really really bad yeah and so that they that they're having to play this full hand of we're going to make it work on Windows we're going to make it work on yeah on a couple of versions of the Xbox. Um, we're potentially... I wouldn't be surprised if they let Scorpio play out for a couple of years. And yes, they made a big deal of saying, with the brilliant line, actually, just come out and say, no one gets left behind with the words mm-hmm. Phil Spencer used. Brilliant. That is exactly what everyone wanted to hear. The crowd went a bit wild. But I mean, point. the people but who they can't the do that forever, right? Already like, are getting left behind just by the S, let alone the Scorpio. I mean, sort of. I mean, the HDR gaming thing is really not important. No, you're right. 4K yeah. Blu-ray is not going to be important to a lot of people no. for a good few years. You're right. Yeah. Um, until 4K TVs become the norm, mm. which is going to take a while. It's going to take like 4K streaming to become plausible. Yeah. For most people, or 
sky to go 4K. You but know, you're still going like to have that. the worst version of these games, whether it's PC or Scorpio. Oh, sure. Yeah, the existing X-Bone is a little bit screwed on that front, really. Mm. Uh, which then puts... like, Let's talk about like, my personal thoughts on this. This yeah, puts yeah. me in a weird spot, right? Because it's like... Yeah. As I'm a, about uh, to build a new PC. I'm, yeah. Like... When, the, when these new NVIDIA cards come out, I'm pretty much pulling the trigger as soon as that happens. Yeah. Um, I don't think you could lose doing that. No. But then, when Scorpio comes out, do I bother? Yeah. But, I mean, you, I guess you've got a while to figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, probably the not. Only, the only thing I'm really benefiting from having an actual Xbox is the fact that disc copies of the game are going to have the value drop. That they always do, right? I can pick up. I can be late to the party and save money. But Steam I, does I, pretty well. But on if, that I, front. if I go the Windows 10 route, uh, we well, yeah, we don't know if Microsoft are going to opt in to yeah. Steam sales. But even if they don't, they'll still have to compete on the sales maybe, front, just like Origin maybe. did. Yeah, or, or games. I mean, we've got. Good I, old I games guess we've got like a whole eighteen months for this to play out, right? Mm, exactly. This whole Windows 10 thing to see how it goes. They're not going to be able to sell. PC games at full price when you can just go on Steam and buy a AAA game that's been out for a year in a sale for half price. Or mm. that's not going to fly, is it? No, it's. I mean, the summer sale starts next week. Yeah, yeah. If the rumors are to well, be, it's not like Origin's been doing that good on sales. I mean, they no, they did but, their free thing, which I guess is something. But yeah, um, but, but that's the only way to get EA games on PC. Well, yeah, it? but that's what you know. But I'm just saying they wouldn't have sales at all if it was for Steam. Well, <laughs> maybe. I mean, they said that at some point, but then it's just like logic. Maybe it wasn't necessarily just them seeing Steam. It was maybe just logic overcame them at some point, mm. and they were like, well, "Hang on a minute, <laughs> we can control this." I don't yeah, think they'd have been control. shown the logic. It wasn't until Steam came along and realised that it, when you half the price, you make twice the money, and when you make it to a third the price, you make three times the money. Pretty much, yeah. That's what their stats say. Apparently, yeah. according to the sales. Anyway. It's weirdly accurate, isn't it? but only briefly. And it's like, does that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably some arguments about. Okay, does that affect the lifespan of the product sales? Does it all happen in a spike? But are we actually shooting ourselves by making the longevity of the sales maybe worse? People still buy Skyrim, though. So I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think that's true either. I think you just make your set. If you, if someone was going to have that game, they're going to buy it, right? It doesn't mm. matter how long you wait. That's why people have massive Steam libraries full of games they never played that yeah, they bought no, and they spent money on? I'm that guy. They would never have spent that money, and it's a genius plan. From, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, from getting people's money. No, I'm <laughs> I'm really really bad. At that. Yeah, yeah. Well, your problem isn't even the Steam most of the time. It's humble bundles. Oh, yeah, humble bundles screws me every time. But then at least I don't feel I don't feel yeah, so yeah, bad feel about bad gaining about my library that way because you know the money's mostly going to charity the way yeah. I do it. So yeah, it's, that's better. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. But so yeah, but you know, and I have got slightly less susceptible to the Steam sale over the years because. Me too. They don't feel as good these time, the last couple of times. The deals and stuff that I've wanted mm. haven't been there. Haven't been as good, yeah. So I am. I'm not as susceptible to that anymore, but I am still quite susceptible. <laughs> but yeah, this is it's it's a weird, weird spot. Like, I does Scorpio sell? Does it solve Microsoft's problem of having a console in the living room? If the hardest of the hardcore like us, I guess, mm-hmm. just go PC. I'm I sure this is great it, news for Zach, right? Because this means he doesn't need a console ever again. Well, for the Microsoft side of stuff. Oh, yeah, you'd still, you'd still buy Nintendo handhelds. <laughs> and maybe an NX, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. 
I want to play Uncharted 4. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Anyway. You're still going to need a PlayStation 4 for, nowhere for, around that. for, for the Sony lineup. Yeah. And that's, and that's always going to be that way. But, and they can afford to be like that yeah. now because they know they're in a position of power. In that sense, they've won that one. Yeah, but, that round. But I'm still, this is, I mean, yeah, maybe I don't buy a Scorpio, but I'm going to buy Microsoft games. The thing is, how good is this platform stuff really going to be on PC? Well, yeah, it, U- UWP needs to sort itself out, yeah. and they are getting there, like, yeah. in theory. You know, the whole recent move to, like, oh, we've unlocked frame rates, oh, we've supported mm. proper syncing, like, screen syncing. But, I mean, you get yeah. a lot of benefit out of your Xbox just in terms of... I, lo- I love it as a console, just the fact that it's there. Browsing the interface yeah. and, and, like, all the, you know... I, services. I, you know, I'm again. I'm the one guy who appreciates it for all the stuff it does outside of games, let alone just the games. Because Windows 10 doesn't have as good like 10 foot UI as Xbox. You know? No, not really. Like nothing really. That never really happened. Like, do you remember what was it? Windows, Windows Media a, Media. Oh, Center? Media Center. Boy, all the yeah. way back to XP or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They don't really have a good um, 10 foot interface. They have a good touch interface, arguably. Well. You can t- to make Windows 10 work in Windows 8 start mode if you want. You can, yeah. you can bring full screen start back, and then it works like a tablet. But is that, that that's not what you want on your TV, is it? I mean, oh, well, it might be. That's quite easy. that's reasonably easy to use. I guess it's it's all right, but it's not as good as the Xbox Dash. And I guess you can use Cortana on Windows 10 with voice recognition to get it to jump between apps. So you've got that functionality that the Xbox has that way. I mean, what it's going to need is it's going to need a Steam big picture mode, which is basically the Xbox interface on I PC. Guess. Yeah, yeah. At that point, then you're at like parity, basically. There's no reason why they couldn't do that. Not really. No. Anyway. I... It, my, here's my secret wish list. It's not that secret, because I'm about to say it, but... I still think now that they've made Xbox 360 backwards compatibility possible, yeah, can we have that on PC, please? Probably not. <laughs> it's emulated though, isn't it? It is emulated. It is. That's so the thing. Maybe, it's maybe emulated. just pull the emulator. I mean, yeah, I think they will have a massive, massive problem with maybe reading the discs mm. and maybe um, uh, what's it? There'll be piracy worries and maybe licensing the games to work on PC. That would be crazy. No it's way harder than getting people to accept backwards compatibility on the X-Bone. But yeah, but I want to play Jet Set Radio Future, so... Yeah! And, um... Although I'm still holding out hope that Sega will just make a PC port of that. Yeah, probably. Like they did with the original. So oh, yeah, that yeah. was the Microsoft show. Um, so... Yeah, the only thing I had in my notes saying this happened later was the stuff we already talked about with the S and its ports and people figuring out what it does and doesn't have. Um, the one note about the S that we didn't cover, that I'm not sure anyone has figured out, I need to go do some more research on, is does the S even have the HDMI pass-through? Does it even work as a TV box? Well, if it has, I think it has to. Yeah, if it has the IR blast, you would assume that it must, <laughs> yeah, still it must do that. have that, yeah. Mm. But no one's been able to confirm that. Not that I read, and I'm a few days out with that info before I stop looking. Okay, that's the so Microsoft press I, conference. I think we need to take a break. Oh, I think yeah. it's time this for a break. The, this is the point where we take a break. So, I, I, need, I need more beverages and bathrooms. Yeah, bathrooms and beverages, and we'll get with you for um, Sony and... Well, well, we've got Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, what was it? Ubisoft's next, and then Sony, which is a big deal, and then the Ninty News... And then random other, yeah. other random we'll news from the, from the edges. For that stuff. So, 
Rob, stand up. <laughs> oh, I know, but standing up like when I'm this desperate for a toilet is, is You're going to have these... to stand up in order to go to the toilet. I know, but I've got... We will not accept you just sitting in place and doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get a ball. Right, we'll catch you for part two, listeners. Thank you all. Temporary bye.